0: Hello, and welcome to episode 146 of the Gaming Fix podcast on November 7th, 2020. Just squeaking in on November 7th on my end, because the clock's turned. Now it's like, it's 11.35 p.m. here in Japan. I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Popsicle. I'm joined today by Allison.
1: My mom, like, if every so often, my mom is like, "Do they still make the popsicles with two sticks?" And so I think about that all the time <laughs> because my mom was like, "Like, like, that's one of those like I don't know if you know that that's a thing." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know that's a thing that used people used to do," uh, <laughs> and I don't know if they still make those, but you know,
2: yeah,
0: you know, it seems like it, you just stop with the sword. Uh, Curiosity gets the best of You You walk down that frozen food aisle You walk out Just An abundance of popsicles
1: I don't know if that's ever happened to me But okay
0: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of An abundance of popsicles Joining us all the way from Canada Alex
3: Wow Um, The one I always used to go for as a kid If We had Dickie D's That was like the little The people who would Like Pedal by on a bike That's full of uh, popsicles and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, okay,
1: that is like that is not a thing here.
3: Okay.
0: I mean, I mean, like that. Not where I live, but like there are. Like I am familiar with the idea of the
3: ice cream bike. Yeah.
1: Oh, I yeah. am not. I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. So we had that,
3: and uh, I always get the rocket, whatever it's called.
1: Oh, those uh, are good.
3: Like the one that's like red, white, and blue. I think actually, oh, yeah, I, no, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about the colors before, but yeah, but it's those three colors, and it's like the three different flavors. Oh, those were pretty yeah.
1: great. Those are good. I um, you don't
0: get the misshapen Spider Man.
3: Those are pretty good too, or the Sonic. Oh God. Yeah. Or Teenage Teen Ninja Turtle. That's what we had. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I I'm now a fan of the ones that are kind of more like actual frozen juice kind of ones that are. Uh, not just kind of popsicles, like uh, those are those are good right now. So okay. I, I, I have a couple of those in my freezer actually. Like but
3: the real fruit ones, those are good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I looked it up. It's called a firecracker, not a rocket. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, I like those. I like those real fruit ones. Uh, but I, why am I blanking on it? There's. I feel like there's popsicles that are like famous here.
3: Creamsicles. Um,
1: no, I
0: mean, like, specifically Minnesota, but... Fudge-sicle. Fudgesicle's pretty good. Fudge-sicle. Ice pop.
1: Those are pretty good, but I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a huge so fan of like uh, chocolate ice cream.
3: Okay, okay, so you know those tubes of frozen fruit stuff? They're multicolored. You got red,
1: yeah.
0: yeah oh, yeah, the push pops. What, what,
3: what, okay, that's what you call them? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I've heard other Americans call them otter pops.
0: No, no, that's that's the, that's uh, the those like, are the uh, the plastic bag that's the frozen yeah, Kool-Aid. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Oh okay, okay. Oh, I thought you meant the cylinder there were
1: a couple of summers <laughs> like as a kid where like my mom would get like a giant box of those, like the biggest box of of, of like those frozen ones and uh, the otter pops. So I just like eat them all the summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's oh my god, it?
0: this is reminding me. Uh so we <laughs> I was at my friend's house like in high school, yeah. uh we're at his, uh, his lake house And Ooh. it was like they had the, It was their summer home And they hadn't been there for like the whole winter Or whatever and like the fall, spring And so we're coming back It's their first time back And so I'm helping clean up Because it's, you know uh, Oh, we're going to spend some time out here I'll help clean up And then I get to like go on the lake And have fun in the boat and whatnot And we just start finding otter pop wrappers Everywhere upstairs Everywhere Hidden under That's couch great. cushions, in drawers, under the carpet, under the couch, just absolutely <laughs> everywhere. And you know, it was my my friend's little brother who was who was like a year or two younger than us. <laughs> it's just so he was like middle school when he did this, and just wow. otter pops everywhere.
3: I thought it was going to be a hit—a hit in my otter pop by mom type situation. <laughs>
0: It was very silly. So we found like
3: twenty otter pop wrappers up there. Yeah. yeah. By the way, in Canada, we call those Freezies. I don't think I ever
1: called them otter pops when I was a kid. Uh, so that uh, might be what we called them.
0: Like freeze pop also uh, is like another more Midwest. I think, but I don't. I don't know for sure. We need yeah. Pat here, but Pat is resting before he takes up. Uh, before he gets behind the yoke of a plane for extra life and flies all around the world for the
3: kids. Yep. He will have yeah. his hands on throttle and stick. He'll be ho tossing it up.
0: And on and on his ho toss. Yep. <laughs> but,
2: uh.
0: <sighs> but
1: yeah, check that out. It, it'll be really good. And hey, we're doing it for, uh, well, Pat's doing it for the, uh, uh, for extra life, so that's always a good thing to sport.
3: Yeah. And if and if you happen to be watching this live, Super GG Radio is also currently, I think, like a little over halfway through there. their go for extra life. I think they just made it to twenty five hundred dollars. So
0: they're going. Aren't they going to midnight? Uh, or I don't even know. Like they're they, streaming. I, was, I thought they're streaming midnight to midnight. I thought
3: that. Um, I thought it was midnight central.
0: Yeah. So they're, like, around half. Well, yeah. Okay. Are they? I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. I, I don't know when they started. It could be... I, <laughs> <laughs> what is time? This week... Honestly, you know, time
1: is weird, right? Like, here. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah th- this year, but, like, this week has been... Um, the cha- hectic. Chaotic.
1: Thursday <laughs> night was the most, like, surreal night of my life. Where huh. you have, like where there's there's obviously all the election stuff and then there's all the rumors about Putin and then there's all the supernatural <laughs> nonsense and i'm just like what is going on yeah
3: that that's all the real news here
0: like, dustiel is <laughs> canon
1: uh but he, castiel immediately goes to hell because of it so that's that's something Hey, it was, Anyways. It, was
3: it was another reason to bring the omegaverse back into the world oh so, god back up in normal conversation
1: i've only seen like one or two episodes of that show but it's just like i i I feel like i know too much about it because of uh just cultural osmosis it's it's not my favorite but but anyways that was like wild though that was that Mm -hmm. was wild all right well
0: video games finally we've made it to the part We've, we've made it through the part everyone likes about the podcast where we talk about popsicles and whatever. And now we're <laughs> going to subject people to our terrible video game opinions.
1: Yeah, what, what, what the podcast is really about.
0: Yep. Uh, Allison, what's your terrible opinion this week?
1: Uh, uh, so, I, so since this week has been weird, uh, to say the least, I'd say, uh, and rough, I decided to get myself a, a new game. Uh, so that I could kind of, like, you know, have some level of escapism, have some level of kind of chilling out. And so I started playing uh, the Atelier series. So I started playing Atelier Riza on Switch. And, guys, I think this is, I'm getting into it. It's really, I oh, think man. it's it's really, really addicting. Um, so if you,
3: mm mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, where in the Atelier series is this? Because I know like, there's like a billion games.
1: Yeah, this is the most recent one. Um, so the thing about the Atelier series is, that's uh, nice, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually rec- trying to recommend Sam to get into this with me, uh, but the thing that's a little bit kind of nice, at least for me, is that while the uh, Trails series seems to be all completely connected, these games aren't. Um, there are certain sub-series that are connected, but kind of loosely. Um, right. But this is the most recent one, and it's the start of a new sub-series. And uh, it's apparently kind of a, like, they're kind of hoping it's a new start for the series. Although, it seems like it's pretty much the same kind of game as the others, so I don't know what... That necessarily entails but um yeah this is the latest one they're going to be making a a rise 2 coming up soon so i'll probably have to play that because this game is good although i'll have to say the one thing that is that i have an issue with is that these games are expensive (laughs) because the season pass is 55 dollars and i'm like why are all you doing this to all, me? All, all well,
2: $60 okay, what
0: is?
1: Game? Yeah.
0: What what is in the season pass? Because season passes for these JRPGs can be a lot of costumes.
1: Yeah, and and that's actually the good thing though, as I was looking at that. But every every piece of DLC is separate, so it's like you can get like it is. It does save you money if you buy it as a season pass. But if but I'm thinking I'm probably going to ignore all the season uh, all the costume content and just get the. Um, a couple of the story DLCs and that should be a lot cheaper, but yeah, but it has a lot of those like, Hey, here's costumes or Hey, here's like weapon skins for like Mm -hmm. a few dollars each. So those kind of add up, but yeah. So if, if you're, if you don't know about the Atelier series, basically the big draw of all of these is the, um, is that you're an alchemist and the other big draw is that they're very kind of relatively chill. Um, so I think some of the games in the Dusk sub-series get a little bit more like, hey, we have to save the world. But so far, I'm like 10 hours into uh, Ryza. And so far, the 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 stakes are like, hmm, there might be a, a monster on the mainland way away from our, our village. That's something we might have to think about. Uh, and then also, but like, a big part of it was just like we're going to build a clubhouse, so it's like very chill, um, and you're. But also, it has that alchemy system, which is actually really really fun. Um, it, I've been really enjoying kind of playing around with it. Uh, so, it's, what are
0: you doing with the alchemy system? Like making potions, or uh, you
1: make literally anything you want to. Um, so basically, it's it's like basically a souped up crafting system. I think from what I've heard the it, it's one of the, like the first crafting systems in, in games like like i mean not risa but the original atelier series mm-hmm. um so basically the kind of loop that that you go through is that you go out into the overworld and you collect materials um either from defeating enemies or from just kind of picking them up uh there are different uh materials different areas around the world um and then you go back to your uh, uh, atelier um, and you uh, have some recipes and you throw in these ingredients and you make items like you can make literally anything like I uh, you can build like weapons or armor or more potions or stuff that you can sell stuff that you can uh, give to other people um, and one of the things that's kind of interesting is that it, the game really encourages you to build them up, um, make uh, things like bombs and uh, medicine that you can use in uh, in battle. So it really wants you to be like using your items, which is unusual for me because I am definitely one of those people that plays uh, RPG free item, get to the end of the game, and you're oh, like...
3: yeah, totally.
1: Huh. So I have all of those still, but this game is... Pretty early on is like no, you need to use them. Um, but there's a couple of hand wavy reasons that you can reuse certain items, um, or basically get the the effects of the item without actually using it up. But yeah, so th- it, it's like it's it, it's a really interesting system too um, because there are a couple of books that teach you recipes, but most of the recipes you get are from modifying existing recipes. So you're kind of constantly going like, okay, I want to make this item. So I need to get these ingredients and then modify this existing recipe so that once I modify that recipe, I can more easily make this other thing. So you're kind of constantly kind of playing around with it. Um, and then there's also definitely the, the different quality of the ingredients that you put in and improve the quality of the items. There's different traits it, it it gets really, really um, complex. Like there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, I'm not going to even think about knowing how to do all of this stuff until kind of later on because I'm still making all the items and still and mostly trying to make them stronger. So it's mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of systems with the alchemy, but it's it's all pretty I th- I think pretty addicting. Like there'll be times where they're like, hey, uh, go do this story thing, and I'm like, yeah. But I'm going to stand around in, in my atelier for a couple of in-game days and just make stuff for a while <laughs> and uh, and keep doing that. So that's that's been fun. Um,
0: Is there any sort of like equivalent exchange rule or like can can you like try and bring back your dead mom? No. Uh with some alchemy and then with i don't know like get yeah with your brother and like or or your sister you know who knows and you like i don't know you have to like give up something and then your brother gets stuck in like a suit of armor because his body is like destroyed and you just attach his soul to like the first thing you can find
1: uh, how I did you know, know that that was like the that? game now um yeah <laughs> Oh God! Any like
0: dogs and like little girls that are just like best friends and
3: no, any 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 doting fathers who always carry on pictures of their adorable child child.
0: You cannot pet the dog in Atelier Riza, whatever one this is. That's the one. <laughs>
3: Whatever yeah. the subtitle, isn't there um, a subtitle on it? Or yeah, oh, there is. I didn't know that because it's
0: like Atelier Riza is like the series, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, uh, like Atelier Riza:
1: Ever Darkness so, so, and the uh, Secret Hideout.
3: Ah, so. uh, I see. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I was curious, and I looked at Wikipedia to see how many Atelier games there are. Um, there's 22 in well, the main series, uh, and, okay. but if you include uh, side games and remakes, what do you think it is?
0: 44 total. There's there's exactly as many side games as there are main entries.
1: Uh, 38.
3: Nope. 69.
2: What? Oh, nice. Nice. Nice.
3: Nice. It's really nice.
0: I was going to say, that's like some Kingdom Hearts level bullshit, but then I remembered they're all main entries in Kingdom Hearts.
3: Yeah, no, this is like Including ports and remakes and stuff like that. Yeah, and I so, think that's. Oh one of the, well, that's. And that's yeah. one
1: of the things that's um. <laughs> nice about this series is that like the subs, like they have the sub series, but apparently, like if you want to just jump into a game in the sub series, it's really not that horrible. If you do, like it's it's not going to be the end of the world if you jump into like the middle game of one of the sub-series, you just might not necessarily get as much out of it, or you might not um, get some references. But otherwise, they're mostly pretty. So, like, picking up picking up Ryza on, on Switch, it's just like, yeah, this is technically the 21st game, um, mainline series game, but it is its own complete thing, so you don't have to worry about, you know... Oh, do I, do I have to go through several? You don't
0: have to worry about like thirty years of history of right. games, like some series that some members of our podcast <laughs> are playing.
1: Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of to do about like which series should you start with, but I mean, it really just kind of depends on. What games that you can they you want put to put
0: out, into? They put yeah. out like a collection, of like a remastered thing recently.
1: Yeah, like two they, or three they, of them. Yeah, they they put out a remastered version of the uh, Arland series, which is um, was originally on PS3, but is now on PlayStation Four, and then the uh, Dusk series that's um, was also on PS3. The one thing I'll say though, these uh, are expensive. Also. Yeah. Uh, the like the entire collection for both of those typically goes for ninety um, that, dollars. That's some
0: real Japanese ass pricing.
1: Yeah, I mean you can buy them individually for forty dollars each, um, and then
0: what a bundle!
1: <laughs> right,
0: so you're losing kind of, money. Best value.
1: So yeah, it's 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 rough. I mean, they are JRPGs, so they're tend to be longer I think but yeah. that I, I've, I've had I've been kind of vaguely interested in getting into the series for quite a while uh, and I've had them on my uh, Twitch wish list for like ever since they've come out and they do not go on sale very frequently so yeah. I will I'm kind of keeping an eye out going
2: hmm
1: or hopefully I can pick them up but worst case scenario I'm, I'm I might just go and get them because I'm, 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 these, these games are just like really chill, but also the, the, the loop of collecting items, doing alchemy, fighting battles with your stuff that you've made in alchemy is, is fun.
3: What do you think the likelihood is that you're going to fight God by the end?
1: I think extremely low. Like you're going honestly, to
3: craft God. Mm. <laughs>
1: I think to make too God like that's the thing is that these like when I say <laughs> they're chill like they're very like lighthearted God? and fun. What,
3: what does God Jeez. need with an alchemy bench?
1: Yeah, so okay. I, I, I think that's uh I think that's uh unlikely but I'll let you know if I fight God. Uh, okay, <laughs> because I've I've certainly done that a couple of times uh this year with our JRPGs. Um, oh. so
3: oh, okay. Is there yeah. no could, just no
1: just my, my real life? Uh,
3: sure. Uh, could
0: God attempt an alchemical transaction so unequal,
2: even he couldn't exchange it? No. no. <laughs> just do that there. nothing
0: so inequivalent that even God himself cannot exchange it. Uh, okay. Well, that's Atelier Riza, the, the Ever Darkness, and the secret something, secret flower. But uh, I don't and know.
1: the secret hideout.
0: Secret hideout. There we go.
1: You build the hideout with alchemy because that's a thing you can do.
0: Is it a treehouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No, but.
0: I, I saw Full Metal Alchemist. Edward Elric could make a hideout mm. if he had enough metal. It's pretty metal. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. We already did that one. That was that was like two weeks ago. God, two weeks. Oh, man.
1: What is time anyways?
0: We also asked that at the beginning of the podcast, I think. So. Oh, we,
1: just, we certainly did.
0: <laughs>
1: what it, is a it, podcast? It's still true. Oh. May,
3: was, May was six months ago. Andre's eyes are huge now. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I've been working in school since May, so it's actually not that weird, but uh fair enough. Yeah. Uh how about you tell us, Alex, about the Seacats? Hey. <laughs> Everyone's favorite football team, the Seacats.
3: Is that a thing I should know?
0: <laughs>
3: uh,
0: umineko. Oh umineko, <laughs> duh. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Uh I so the reason I question that is because Victoria has a sports team that's something similar to that, but I can't remember what it's called. The harbor, cats. Harbor, what cats. It wow. the harbor cats. Harbor cats. Wow. Harbor cats. So
0: those are so just like, like cats that hang around the harbor, like.
3: So I think the harbor cats are actually otters. So
0: that I don't follow.
3: Because <laughs> they're kind of like cats, and they hang out around around the, the water. And stuff because we have otters around here. So, anyways, that's why okay. I wasn't following immediately because I was like, "Wait, what, did you look Chief. something up about Victoria? <laughs> did you get some? <laughs> did you get some weird fact to just pull out out of nowhere?" No. Uh, when it comes to Umineko, I'm not going to talk about it very much right now because um, next week is the time I will talk about it. Um, okay. Given that, I think I am roughly five hours from the very end. Um, if how long to beat is anything to go by, and also with the pace it's been going at and the stuff like the story stuff it's hit, it's definitely near the end. Um, I will say it's really good. And the last okay. chapter is really fascinating. Like it's the rest of the story, all seven episodes or chapters, however you want to think of it before this, have been pretty heavy in the horror and mystery genre. And this last one is like, there's been almost no horror and like a little bit of mystery, but it's like all about catharsis. Like, like that's the whole point of it. Is it like, it, it becomes way less fantastical and is more about like, you know, how do you recover after something like that? Basically kind of stuff. And it's really interesting. Like it's, okay. they, they, they subvert the subversions all the time. And that one in particular has been really fascinating. So
0: mm-hmm. aftercare, I think is what they call that.
3: Yeah, that's a good way to put it, but uh, I haven't reached the very end, so I'm reserving my final opinions until, until that happens, which I'm probably going to finish either today or tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, which, which brings me to the next thing, the fact that I am almost done this 120, 130-hour game, uh, which mm-hmm. has been taking up all of my time. And also, I should note, I don't want it to end. <laughs> I've reached that point <laughs> with it, where it's like, fuck. I'm I'm closing in on the end, and ah, oh, but these characters kick so much ass, and it's so wonderful. I don't want it to end, but mm-hmm. it will. So, what game should take its place? What What should fill that that void? Gears pop. Fuck. <laughs> <How did laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> uh, Really, should have seen that coming. Yep. Yeah, now, uh, I mean. It's. I don't this I, is basically my veiled way of saying what do you think we should be talking about for game of the year? Things that you guys yeah. have, you all have really liked that I should it, also touch.
0: As like, I mean, I'm I I feel and, like I have started a billion games and not finished very many of them. Like I started Neo 2, I didn't I didn't even come close to finishing that. Um, I'm still plugging away at wasteland like halfway through that uh ori i'm like at the beginning still basically so there's like so many things where i'm like i've played a little bit of a lot of games and liked them but i have just not had it in me to like buckle down and finish something
3: that's that's the that's the joy of game pass is you have that game buffet where you can be like i'm gonna try a taste of this one and this one Eh, this one's Uh good let's finish this one
1: yeah. yeah, I feel like I've been just in general not doing a great job with uh, regards to game of the year coming up later this year. So, um, I, I, in terms of game of the year type games, uh, that's that's a tough question <laughs> to be honest.
3: Yeah, the one I tentatively have next in my queue is uh, Spirit Mm-mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, that seems like a very yeah. You kind of game, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and that's one that I'm really interested in playing, so I'd, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it.
3: Yeah, it seems interesting from the conversations I've seen around it, but mm-hmm.
1: uh, I put a little, I haven't really talked about it, but I've put a little bit of um time into carry on. Did you put any time into that? Right.
0: I don't know if I, I, I beat it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm pretty close to the end on that. It's fine. And it's it's pretty good. I I don't know if it'll necessarily be I don't know. I don't know if it's it. necessarily. like <laughs> the 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 I think I remember you guys talking about it on the podcast and mentioning yeah. that you wanted a, a map. And I was like, "Okay, I don't know." And then i am playing it and I'm like, "No, I need, I want a map in this game." Mm.
0: Uh yeah, it would have been nice, but eventually like it yeah, eventually it didn't become an issue, but it yeah. it is weird to not have a map. Yeah,
1: in, in kind of a Metroidvania. Um
3: How yeah. about how about
0: Cookieomi? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, I mean, uh, 2, is that is that eligible? Oh year?
1: shit, if that's eligible, it is going to be on my list because I it is a weird ass game. I, I don't know. It's it's it you can usually get it for like I yep. it's it's not too expensive. September
3: twenty ninth, twenty twenty. It was it was
1: it was that recent. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it feels like I played that like a million years
3: ago. Consider It hit Steam March twenty-ninth,
0: twenty twenty. But Yomi 2 on phones, what was
1: uh, but Allison anyways, looks
3: like she's gonna break.
1: <laughs> it feels. It uh, feels like I played this like several months ago.
3: March. Was anyways, several months ago.
1: <laughs> I, I. I. God. I guess I'm going to be. I'm going to. I'd say yeah, because you can get that game for pretty, pretty dang cheap.
0: Uh, um, and it's, no. it's, it's Kukiomi Two came out in twenty twenty seventeen.
3: Oh, okay. So just the localization, the North American yeah. English one, is this year.
0: I, I guess which we still I,
1: count right, A- right.
0: Android, Android does yes, that is true. Android does not have the localized version. I can only see the Japanese version. Fair
1: mm-hmm. enough. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would, I, I, I. Those games are weird as fuck, but I liked doing them, so I liked playing sure. through uh, them. So
0: how. So I know we talked about this in the chat a little bit, Allison Eichenfell. Have you come around on that or oh, are you I haven't still not back?
1: I, I need to like give it a little bit more time, but at this point I would still say no, um,
0: I mean, it's or maybe it's, or maybe
1: or maybe its Alex description
0: would... its description sounds like a thing you would enjoy to a T.
1: R- exactly, a, a turn based
0: tactical RPG about a group of troublesome magic students. Yes, right. Like that's, yes. that's everything, Allison.
1: Yes, and then I, it's like yeah. timing mechanics too, and you're just like, it, it, like everything about it sounds like it's an Allison game, and it and it's annoying that it I didn't really get that much into it, but. It's something that I feel like I need to put more time into before the end of the year, but um, it's it's also not very expensive, and I think other people seem to pretty like it pretty well. So it's um, something, I, you know, something to get uh, to give a shot. The one I'm, i the one that I want to play before the end of the year is the one. Have you seen that game? That's like Paper Mario, but you play as bugs.
3: Like Bugs Bunny?
1: No, like, like insects. No, I have not. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um,
3: but um, uh, Andre, I have two games to ask you about to see if they're worth yes. touching. Uh, uh, one Bug it, Fables. One, bug Fables. No, I have not heard of this.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's apparently the devs were really very much inspired by Paper Mario, um, like their early two Paper Marios. which July 6, 2019.
3: Uh, yeah. Sorry, Bug Fables. Not eligible. But I'll still give it a look. I haven't heard of this oh,
1: one. Oh, it! I thought it was released this year. <laughs> no!
3: It looks adorable, though. You're yeah, ready? I mean, you're I'm going like, to have to play
1: like, it sooner or later.
3: You play as a bee. Like, with a fluffy... Buck fluffy Bumble? Yeah, it's basically Buck Bumble meets Paper Mario. Sounds, like, perfect. Okay, okay so, Ando, so my, my two for games? you. Resident Evil 3. Yes or no? Is that worth playing? If
0: you can, if if you can get it cheap, it's like if you liked Resident Evil Two, it's fine. It's not like amazing. It's not as groundbreaking, or like I wouldn't even say Two is groundbreaking. Just Two is so good, and I think Three misses out on a lot of that. But it's like solid. Right. It's just not worth the price because the multiplayer I don't think is that good not it's not worth sixty dollars it's like a thirty dollar at most probably less because it's pretty short
3: okay it would be
1: nice to have somebody else on the podcast advocate for origami king but i don't think that'll happen
3: i i've been thinking about trying it but we'll see um so andre the last one i'll ask you about is umurangi generation
0: i did not touch it that's a pat game
3: you're right it is but i thought you did too
0: I, I have not. Uh, oh, I've heard great like things about it. Uh, I just have not touched it. What, Allison? what about, sl- uh, was sludge life? sludge life Yeah.
1: that I, I would recommend. Can you still get it for free on the Epic store? I, th- I think so. I think it's free for like a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's something that I'll necessarily advocate for with like regards to, uh, game of the year, but it is a weird ass game and it's kind of, and it's a fun time to, to play through, um, especially since it should... Yeah, it's still free. Sale ends May 28th to 2021, so... Oh, my God. Uh, it's been... Devolver was like, hey, it's going to be free for a, a year,
3: so... That's awesome.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a weird game, and and if you can get it for free, then there are a couple of, like, really surreal moments where I was playing it and going, like, excuse me, what is what is this game? Mm-hmm. So...
3: It, wonderful yeah
0: if there, there's like I get off Gross. let's see I've got like one haha uh-huh. I've got like one more month of work left and then I'm on vacation for the holidays mm-hmm. and like I'm gonna just try and burn through a bunch of stuff then Ori if I'm not finished with Wasteland by then then finish that uh, Neo 2 get back to it the, probably play Spider Man in there. Bug Snacks. Uh,
1: I'm gonna be like, playing that Bug Snacks before the end of the year.
0: We're we're coming up on Bug Snacks real fast.
1: Mm, I'm so excited.
3: Time to Bug Snacks. Uh, T-minus
0: T- like a, a, a week. Uh, it's like a week. Yeah, it's the 12th. Less. Yeah, it's a little less than a week. That's Thursday, right? Thursday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I I'm, I'm gonna get that on PS4 I, because I can't get a PlayStation I play am, right now.
0: I am pissed because so I have this is kind of jumping ahead but uh, apparently uh, the what am I uh, so PS5 they're not doing they're like oh there's not gonna be available in stores apparently yeah. they put some more up on Amazon in Japan uh, for pre-order and I have like, the thing like notify me when it when something comes up for pre-order and they didn't notify me
1: oh that sucks
0: Unforgivable.
3: Yep, the notification. Unforgivable. So, this is also getting ahead of ourselves because talking about news, finding any kind of product launches for technology in 2020 oh. has been a fucking. Oh my nightmare. god!
1: It for sure. Sh- yeah.
3: Because yeah. I, I I tried getting one of the new Ryzen CPUs to finish my 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 computer build. Oof, we'll get there, but 2020 sucks for for product launches and not- signing up for auto notifications which never go out. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm
1: kind of just resigning myself to like, all right, these these first couple of games, uh uh Bug Snacks and Miles Morales, I'm gonna be playing them with PlayStation 4.
0: But yeah. But hope you know, uh, Spider-Man was good. Hopefully there's nothing like too mm-hmm. I, I was looking at some performance numbers. They seem iffy with the PS4 Pro, so We'll we'll see how it we'll actually see how it is.
1: runs on my base PS4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah.
3: it's not a control situation where it like becomes yeah.
1: unavailable. that would like, be
0: unforgivable.
3: The
1: original Spider Man ran like beautifully on my my original PlayStation mm-hmm. Four. So hopefully, hopefully,
0: well they they changed his face and that just really.
1: Oh yeah, that'll that'll really fuck really it up. It's takes like, the performance. Need, you you need mm-hmm. so many resources to be able to render that face
0: to render that beautiful elasticy 23 year old skin
1: god that nobody Damn. asked for
0: <laughs> Adam Jensen I didn't ask for this
2: yep
1: like, i i guess i guess that'll be a, a thing to look out for when Miles Morales will comes out uh, I'll I'll let everybody know how it runs on my base PS4 <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh, God,
0: so, I, I just don't even want to be on the podcast from like next week on because I'll just be sad that I don't have a would, PS Five.
3: Would you, do you? How much hope would you say you have about finding a PS Five? Like a but lot, none. maybe a little, none, a I, little, little. Maybe,
0: hope, maybe? I could say uh, 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 maybe a little hope uh, that <laughs> I could find this super massive console, uh, uh-huh. like. Little Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope by Supermassive Games. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we that, got that, there in the that end. One got la- that one had layers. <laughs> um,
0: Whoa, Allison sounds really far away, like oh. a tiny girl running through the fog <laughs> oh, God. in a spooky town. No, but actually you sounded like really far away when you were was, laughing. And that was, was
1: weird. Yeah, it was wonderful. It, um, it worked so out. Um,
0: it It sounded like a spooky laugh that a little girl might make when she is uh, following you through a spooky dark town.
3: Yeah, it's like you take a picture and it's really dark. And then she's in that.
2: Oh. oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, just like some fog and you in, can't get out of the town.
3: In, in an anthology.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: an hology. That's nothing. <laughs> That's
1: how- I don't know <laughs> It would be really good if hology was a word. It but. would
3: be.
0: It's an ants in a hall.
1: OG? 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 <laughs>
3: Uh, so what, yeah what did, okay y- you liked Man of Medan right
0: it, it was fine it's not they have not made a thing that lives up to Until Dawn so this is uh, Supermassive creators of Until Dawn uh, have been making an anthology series oh. of horror games I believe there are going to be four of them this is the second one last year I played Man of Medan that came out in like August And Little Hope came out this year, just before Halloween. Mm. And each one, they're totally disconnected. They're not related to each other in any way, except they're basically the same mechanically, which is you're basically not point and click adventure, but you're just, you're basically playing a movie in some ways. You're walking through like linear areas, pretty linear in Mm. these, uh, like the anthology games. Uh, Until dawn was much more expansive and longer, and had like much more branching stuff. So these are much more limited experiences, like four or five hours.
3: Right. So are they kind of quick time heavy, much like a Heavy Rain?
0: Uh, the, yeah, Heavy Rain is pretty close. Um, so you're kind of wandering through areas, you're picking up like uh, newspapers, pictures, items that you find,
3: and eating stuff. Is there a button a button prompt to yell Jason? Uh, Every no. game
1: should have that. Jason.
3: There's
0: Jason. Jason. It's <laughs> it's you know, it's the same kind of uh mechanics they've been doing since Until Dawn, sure. which is, you know, you're yeah. you're hiding and you're you know, you've got to do like some quick time events to uh hide from the monster or to like climb up a thing or climb down without uh scraping yourself, but there's no fail state at any point. Like mm. fail state is someone dies, but the story yep. continues on because you're jumping between the perspective of like five or six characters and each uh, each character could die at like a, you know, there are certain points where people can die.
3: You can get and
0: you can get monks. Yeah. And then that character will be out of the story and this, the rest will continue on. And maybe that means because that character isn't there, they would have saved someone else. So maybe that character is going to die later on. Uh, I actually made it through Little Hope without anyone dying, which I think is the first time I made it through one of these. Like my first try without anyone dying, which was pretty neat. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, go me. But, and I think it's actually stronger than Man of Medan was. Uh, Maybe because I was kind of expecting, or I knew what to expect coming into this one. My expectations weren't as high as they were going into Man of Medan. Just because of, like, uh, Until Dawn is probably my favorite horror game and one of my favorite games of this generation and, like, ever, period. Just because the way it, it so cleverly plays with horror tropes and, like, that experience and delivers it in a really great package that, like, understands when it should be campy and when to actually try to be scary and lets you because there's no fail state, it doesn't feel like bad when something bad happens. You're like, Oh, I have to replay that thing and like deal with either being scared or it's not even scary anymore. It just like, you know, whatever is going to happen. And I, we talked about this a little bit with amnesia rebirth where by taking the fail state out of a horror game, it just, it can like flourish and succeed and just focus on giving you the story and delivering the scares without slowing down the pace.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, because you're right. Because horror is best when you experience it the first time because you yeah. don't yeah. know what to expect. But the second you die and experience the exact same like scenario yeah. again, it becomes significantly less.
1: scary. Right. Yeah. That, I, I experienced that when I was playing that game, uh, Little Nightmares, where there's oh, sure. a couple sections where I could not get through it for whatever reason. I was I was just like messing up. But yeah. like only the first time you get through it is scary. Yeah, you start seeing
3: the mechanics after that,
1: right? And you start seeing the okay. um, I've seen the fail state enough times that it does not shock me, or it doesn't. Yeah, you know, it doesn't affect
0: me. That's why I love watching speedrunners go through like Silent Hill or Resident Evil. Is just because it's so funny watching like these very scary moments just be totally like. You know, run around. and like, manipulated runs
1: are great. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I like those too because it's just like, People who are just like completely going, nope, I I don't, doesn't affect me one bit.
0: Completely numb to it. Uh, Yeah.
1: yeah. Just
3: just going through alien isolation, being like, yeah, whatever, just uh, whatever, Uh whatever, dude's on fire.
1: It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: And speaking of Silent Hill, this game has intense Silent Hill vibes.
1: I've seen a couple of the playthroughs and I get like the atmosphere feels extremely Silent Hill.
0: The atmosphere, the setting kind of like. Every everything about this game is very Silent Hill. Uh, like everything about this game, except the way you play it. Just because it's, um, it's you know, it's like mostly any action takes place in the cutscenes, uh, which is fine. Uh, and like there's there's challenge to it because it's not just like straight oh push A push B push triangle or you know push Y. It's like you know, oh, this one I have to, uh, I have to like actually try and like throw a thing or like kick a thing, so I have to line up to reticle and get it in time, stuff like that. So it works, I, I think. That when it until dawn again, going back to until dawn, it was so good because it was PS4 exclusive. They like really used the Dual Sense for like mm. certain things, or not the Dual Sense, the uh, Dual Shock. Uh, yeah.
3: Let me bring the cool DualShock 4 the c- yeah, <laughs>
0: c- uh, Man, if Supermassive made one of these games with like the Dual Sense in mind and used all those features, that would probably be really good because mm. they did cool stuff like uh, you used the, the motion control and you had to like hold really still to like not get like caught at a point mm. or at certain points. So that was like a neat thing. And then, you know, using the touch bar for just like to flip through like pages of stuff was... Not necessary, but it was you know a neat gimmick. Uh, but yeah, I'd say Little Hope. If you're going, if you're interested in the dark picture stuff, I'd say Little Hope is probably the better one to look at first, just because. But maybe Man of a Dawn is the
3: first one to, is the better one to look at first because like,
2: well,
0: yeah, it's are, not as good.
3: I don't know. Do do they have similar tone? Like, is it a uh... Haunting of Hill House versus Haunting of Bly Manor type situation where they're they, they, different?
0: They're 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 different. Uh okay. yeah, they're very different. One is uh, Little Hope is a little more psychological and uh whereas um Man of Dawn is like ghost, like kind of like a we're scary we're in a scary ship. Where a scary ship versus scary town Like you know that kind of vibe sure. And there's pirates uh, Yeah it's you know it's a whole thing the, it, There's like Salem witch trial Stuff going on in uh, little hope that's like one of the Things that's huh. uh, it, driving The story
3: is it said in New England
0: uh, Yes I don't it's Somewhere in the northeast but It's not it's not in Salem But it's like witch trials going On sure. And that's a big driving point of the story. Uh, so, yeah, I would I would recommend Little Hope pretty strongly to anyone who's interested in horror games and willing to put up with, like, a more cinematic horror experience uh, from a game as opposed to, like, a Resident Evil, like, action-y horror type. Yeah. Awesome. The, yeah. Wow, we're, we're done with games already? Wow. It's so quick. No. We're not even an hour in. Yeah, my god. Even,
3: yeah. Let's let's just stretch this next part out for about two and a half hours and we'll be good. I mean, yeah. I can oh, I god. can tell
0: you I can tell you about the games I returned on Steam this week. <laughs> not because 'cause they're bad, just they they were too much for me. Cud. But uh Yeah Caves of Cud, oh my god. That game. Holy shit. Uh yeah, um, well, I'll, I'll I'll talk about Caves of Cud real quick. Uh it's a uh, God, it's a roguelike it like in so many ways it is a roguelike you are it's
3: kind of like it, dwarf fortressy almost isn't it
0: yeah yeah it's got like very simple like ascii like not ascii but like that type of like very simple like old computer art uh like very simple colors and images on screen and mm-hmm. It just kind of puts you in and is like, here's a bunch of proper nouns and shit. And do you want to roll a character or do you want to, like, make your own character? And I was like, I'm roll me a character. I have no idea what I'm doing. And then, you know, get in this village. I'm like, OK, I guess I'm going to talk to this guy. OK, he says something about I got to go to the northwest, I guess. I don't know. And talk to this guy. OK, there's someone to the north and I go north and then I'm dead in like two minutes. Not even two minutes, like 30 seconds. I'm like, Okay, restart. Do that again. Dead in 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, and like, it was, that was, I, yeah, no, it was really brutal. Um, people say it's got like a really good story going for it. I have no idea myself. Absolutely zero. I could not even begin. It's a very <laughs> dense game with. Like, you know, character sheets and a bunch of abilities like you've got. There's like a burrowing claws ability where you can just like dig through walls and like, you know, so that seems like it'd be pretty good. But I just went, you know what? This seems cool for people who want to put a lot of time into this. This is not I don't have the patience or the capacity to learn this game. Uh, it's in early access. It's like 15. Yeah, 15 bucks in early access. Everyone seems everyone who likes it seems to really like it. And their community is uh, they're doing a lot of work to make sure their community doesn't suck. Mm. I started following their community manager on Twitter because I was seeing him talk about like when the game started blowing up. Because yeah, it's been in early access for a few years now. And it just recently like shot to the top of the charts for some reason. Uh, apparently they have started having like conversations with everyone who joins the discord to make sure they're not shitty people.
3: <laughs> That's interesting. Like,
0: yeah. It's so a, they like a okay. vetting process. Yeah. Yeah. If they're like vetting, like all the people they have, like substantial conversations with people before they're like, okay, you're chill. Uh, is my understanding from following the, the community manager on Twitter, uh, yeah. So Caves of Cud on Steam, really intense roguelike with a lot of like story and lore and abilities and mm. all sorts of stuff. That there's like daily, they have a lot in there. It seems like a very fully featured thing already. I'm not sure how much more they have to go, but I imagine it's probably close to done since it's like blowing up so much, but maybe, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah.
3: that. I don't know why that reminds me, but did you? Do either of you have the desire to play Rogue, which is now on Steam and is classified as a roguelike?
0: like? <laughs> that is very funny. They should have made a new tag. That just said Rogue.
1: They should have. <laughs> that should be...
0: only be applied to Rogue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not. But, I forgot that was a thing. Does that? Uh, not particularly, but m- maybe as like a curiosity. Just yeah, to, like, it's history. It's,
1: it's, It'd be interesting I think to to look at but at the same time I don't know if I necessarily need to put a lot of time into it but it's right. interesting and that's it's very funny that it's on there as a rogue like yeah <laughs> cuz yeah. it's the it's that's what it is it, it's, it's, oh yeah, it's 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 like it that
3: it, it is yeah, very much like that, almost a hundred percent like that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: I
0: for, like I forgot because I saw it come up, and then it, I was like, "Oh, like Frog Fractions Two makes so much more sense now, right?" Because totally. like there, yeah, like and this, yeah, Frog Fractions Two is just like we're doing Rogue now. I'm like, oh, okay, straight up, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea when I played that earlier this year. <laughs>
3: yeah, but this year has been really interesting back to caves of cud for um games that came out a long time ago and then suddenly Mm -hmm. got really popular yeah like between this and among us like
0: i have no idea why caves of cud blew up but yeah
3: (laughs) you don't know where like the the, i I, i'm I'm not sure
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not sure like how like what caused it to just um blow up like that because it's yeah, it's Early Access. It's a very tough, intense game, and it was, like, top seller in, like, that category for a while. It's it's number four on Steam in the roguelike, like, mm. underneath Hades, Risk of Rain, Binding of Isaac, Rebirth. But it was above all of that stuff for a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Good for them. Yeah, that is uh, really
1: interesting, though.
0: I'm glad it's working out for them, and I'm glad there's, like, games like that for people. Totally. But it was just, like, this is I gave it a shot, and I went, oh, no, this is not for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, and that's okay, because, hey, Steam, lets you refund games? But uh, now we can get into the news. There's a lot of it this Yay. week.
1: Yeah, there it is a lot of it. seems like
0: there's a lot. Maybe we don't need to talk too much about
3: it.
1: Yeah, there's there's, yeah.
3: there's a lot, but there's some we, of it. Some, some yeah. of them we can skim over. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, so uh, first big thing this week, well, yeah, extra
0: life we talked about at the top of the show. Extra life mm-hmm. is happening uh, all across the gaming industry. Uh, people are streaming for children's hospitals. That's yeah, it's all for children's hospitals. Yeah. Uh, so go go find your favorite streamer or find your favorite gaming fix podcast co-host Pat Cotter on Twitch on this very channel. Uh, Twitch at Twitch slash Gaming Fix Fix Podcast. What is what is it, Alex? Fix podcasts. Fix podcasts on Twitch, where you can watch Pat fly around the world in Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, and probably also will play some like Jackbox, maybe or some yeah, yeah, or something, something like the-
1: that. Yeah, and 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 the thing that he's doing is he's visiting airports near uh all of us uh Uh all of the fixed people so that'll be kind of fun to see you know where we're all at and
3: simulating the flight
1: simulating that yeah
0: (laughs) with stimulating the flight i don't know what that means
1: yeah i don't either
0: (laughs) stimulating your twitch stream with some scintillating uh scintillations
1: Okay.
0: Um. <laughs> the PS5 and Xbox <laughs> Series reviews are have hit this week.
3: What, what Whatever we that call, means. What are we going to call that? Are we just going to call the it the Xbox? Xbox? Okay.
0: I mean, well, if any of us ever get one, then we'll refer to it as the console that they have. But in the meantime, it's just the Xbox.
2: Okay.
0: Because mm-hmm. they all all currently all the games play on all the Xboxes,
3: so. Yeah, and calling it the series is so weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: that yeah. is very weird. I, I don't think I'd ever do that. But I mean, it's, it's accurate, but it's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but... it's not wrong. It's just very weird.
0: <laughs> it's a, it's an, it's a, an annoying name. It's an annoying name. Uh, so yeah, the the reviews hit. They people say, hey, these consoles sure do play the old games well, but they can't yeah, really there's... talk about the new games. So right. like. Well, <sighs> You know what good is a console review without the games?
2: That's
0: what a very good, good
3: question.
0: is a console review without the games? Uh, I think
3: there is value to it though because the UI matters, the user like yeah. UI and UX, user experience, user interface, they both matter. Sure. Yeah, and you're
1: starting to see a lot of stuff like a lot more stuff like the what the deal is with the DualSense and everything and. It,
0: it's just yeah like I mean that that stuff is all valuable but like calling it a review seems very silly and putting a number on it is very silly uh just from yeah a,
3: that's true giving it a number does seem kind of arbitrary especially because it's going to change mhm yeah within within uh, a year probably oh Definitely. yeah i
1: mean i mean that's kind of the name of the game right now especially since uh a lot of these places are like well we need to have a review out of the PlayStation 5 but none of the games are necessarily exclusive yet Uh,
0: and we can't talk about any of the games yet because they're all embargoed so here's a review that doesn't mention it mentions Spider-Man and that's it Uh, you know which people seem to really like, uh, which is nice that everyone seems very into Spider-Man. Miles yep. Morales.
3: Well, one Jeff Gersman has been quoted as saying the story was lovely. Yeah, yeah which that, that, well,
0: I was surprised to see because I believe he was not super into the first Spider-Man game. Like he didn't yeah. hate it, but it just wasn't his uh, his jam. So
1: yeah, so I, that that was one of those tweets where I was like, all right, I, I'm I'm hype about Miles Morales,
0: mm-hmm. but. Another thing that people seem very positive on is the Dual Sense controller. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, everybody keeps talking about uh, Astro's Playroom, which is the uh, follow-up. One, yeah, which is the first uh,
3: level of Astro's Playroom.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but that, it, but it, that it feels very that it really shows off the Dual Sense.
3: And it's yes. funny because I feel like when we watched the PlayStation Five event. Astros playroom is the kind of the thing we all kind of laughed at. We we're like, oh, that looks like garbage, or like I, that, and like the Sackboy game. It was, just, it was kind of dismissive towards them, but now everyone's like, very. Now not, people are like, like no, Astro. it's
1: it's legitimately pretty good. But it's like, yeah. but it's also really just it's it's also really showing off the the dual sense. Yeah, in, it, it's it's almost a tech demo in that sense. It, yeah, right. it's
0: it's there to say, hey, look at all this cool shit we can do. Uh, mm. Not like you know. Yeah, mu- yeah,
3: Much like how Knack was there to show off the particle system, like yeah. that was the how many rubber of ducks game. they
0: could fit inside Knack so. essentially.
3: And this is hey, we made a game that made that DualSense make sense, and it kicks it kicks some big booty. Yeah.
1: yeah. The one thing that also came out is that when you're using every single feature of the DualSense, the battery battery life is not great. Oh my um, god! Um,
0: supposedly yeah. maybe two hours while playing Astro's Playroom. Like right, what? but it's like. Yes.
3: It's Crazy,
1: yeah, but apparently it's only for games that are like, like Astro's Playroom, where it's very intensive. Like playing a normal game, it's it seems pretty comparable to the Dual Shock Four, but still, Uh, it's like two hours is wild. I feel like
3: like that, and that's only going to go down. Like the longer that battery lives, like its life cycle is going to go down. So, how can
0: we make like? An iPhone lasts like seven hours, but a, a game controller can't last more than two hours. Like you, I know if you're, they're doing different stuff, but like,
3: if your if your game controller lasts for more than two hours, consult your doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Well, uh, so yeah, the people like these new consoles. They play. Uh, they play like, ga- the old, old games, games pretty well. well.
3: <laughs> Yeah, which is uh, and, weird that people are focusing. Well, I mean, it's not that weird actually. That's,
0: well, that's that's what they can talk, talk about. about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I mean, th- there's such a, like a limited lo- launch library for all of these anyways. So Yeah.
0: And I I mean, that's all there is to play on the Series X and Series S really. So I you know, there's like some newer stuff, but a lot of it is just going to be the old older games or, yeah. you know, cross-gen stuff. So Yeah, like you've got Yeah,
1: um, or like, like
3: Assassin's deluxe Creed, deluxe versions, or yeah, like Valhalla is yeah. really the only super new thing. Well, it's among, Yakuza. yeah, Yakuza and and Valhalla.
0: God, Yakuza's is coming out next week. Fuck.
3: Oh, that's right. Do you know? I asked this in our chat, and I never, never found out. Is it going oh. to PC Game Pass? Because I would totally. I don't know. I've yeah, tried I, to find out, but yeah, I've, I've tried I want it. I've googled and I. Googled
0: I'm, I'm to going to play it no matter what. But yeah, I, I'm unsure. But yeah. Well, it looks, yeah, it looks.
3: It looks great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, there's like a Mario Kart mini game in it. <laughs>
1: um, of where, course there is. Of like, course there is. Where
0: you actually drive the carts and you have like weapons that you use. I don't oh know how God. it plays, but that sounds I mean, good. Mm-hmm. Yakuza
1: does well with those those there's, mini games. So
0: there's like yeah. a Pokedex for the for the baddies. Oh man. And, okay. Yeah, and like now so, you're like
1: <laughs> now like do I need to the, just buy Yakuza? So
0: Holy. it's a.
1: So yeah, I was listening
0: to the Beastcast, and they were explaining it. And this has also been in like the pre-release coverage. Is uh, so Ichiban, the the protagonist, is a big Dragon Quest fan.
3: Yeah, and
0: which
3: also, is why he's also he's uh, he's also a cup noodle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's a big yeah. Dragon Quest fan, which is why the game is now turn-based for the combat. Is because he sees everything as like a JRPG. <laughs> That's great And so so he he starts seeing the enemies Oh
1: okay And then he starts
0: seeing the enemies as like archetypes Which is why there's the Pokedex Or like you know Mm -hmm. like the bestiary or whatever Where everyone's just like Oh this is like this kind of uh, This is a steamed punk
2: At this time of year
0: Localized entirely Mm -hmm. within
3: Whatever city this is in Yokohama Yokohama (laughs) Okay
0: Uh yeah, so that'll be I'm God I'm so excited for that game. That's yeah, gonna be.
3: Mm. It seems great. They've they released yeah. a couple of the karaoke tracks.
0: Spockamita oh, in yeah. There. yeah, I don't
3: know, but it's good.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, one more piece of PS5 news. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago when they did the un the like the teardown of the PS5, I asked y'all. What do you think the chances are of someone selling side plates for the PS5, like mm-hmm. custom 3D printed side plates? And what would you want on them? And someone else had a similar idea and made uh PlateStation 5.com.
3: Which is a great they name. probably listen
0: to this podcast. Hey, listener, did you make PlateStation 5.com? Hmm. Were you is approached that- by Sony's lawyers and set who said, Hey, cut it out? That's ours. Uh so yeah, these so people were trying to sell custom side panels for the PS5, and they made platestation.com dot Sony and like, I don't think so.
2: That's not I, acceptable. Ab- absolutely no.
0: not. So they went okay, like <laughs> custom customize my plates dot com, and Sony went, no, the the plates are ours too, uh, but this. This website, the idea was you get custom colors for your PS5 for like the white bits. So you could have like a blue PS5 or a mm. red PS5, black PS5, you know, whatever you want. And, and that sucks because I don't expect Sony to actually sell like plates or like side panels. They're just not going to do it. But yeah,
1: probably not. I mean, Maybe they're seeing that there's a demand for it, but I don't know if they would. I
0: I feel like that would be, you gotta like come out with that. I guess you don't have to come out with that to start, but I feel like that would be like, Hey, if you don't want the white, we've got the black or we got the blue or the red, or we got Han Solo frozen in carbonite.
3: If it was at least a bullet point on some Mm -hmm. sheet somewhere where they were like, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Oh, Hey, sorry. Breaking news. Oh. Mass Effect mm-hmm. Legendary Edition coming 2021 for consoles and PC confirmed just now. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, if the side plates <clears throat> were uh, some bullet point somewhere where they've pointed to and be like, yes, we intend to do something with these, then I would be like, okay, yeah, there's a point there. But now that like, the fact that they're just kind of coming out and being like, no, you can't do that. That's shitty. Mm-hmm. Like that, that comes across. I, I have not felt warm fuzzies about Sony's management for a long time and this just kind of continues to make me feel that way.
1: And, yeah, yep. it, it just feels like I don't know. I mean, I can understand if they were just like at Plate Station, maybe, but like when it's yeah, like Yeah,
3: sure. That I can feel like, like
1: like you're like it's a little bit weird, but you kinda get it. Whereas then you uh but when it when you start I don't know, let people mod their systems. I guess.
0: I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's going to happen. It's just going to be like people sending, like, you know, like gray market people just sending, hey, will you print out this like 3D model for me and then get it shipped to them? And then they, or there, or
1: or there'll be like people selling them on like eBay or Etsy or, you know,
3: totally. Yeah. Inevitably. Etsy is a great great point. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's going to exist anywhere.
1: and then they'll say, like side plates for current Gen console, and it's like or something like that, like there's a lot of content on on places like Etsy that are like skirting uh copyright, copyright law. infringement, yeah, 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 where they're just like, "Oh, it's just inspired by it, and it's like, you know mm-hmm. it it's gonna happen one way or another, so yep. but so, but it showing that you're like, nah, I'm gonna shut this down kind of." Makes it feel like I don't you know, you
0: can't compromise Mark Cerny's vision, <laughs>
3: <laughs> he needs those ears.
0: So they've been apparently, I can't figure out how to do it, but there is like Sony has been doing that like ear stuff for a while. <laughs> uh, like because I've got like they've got like a 360 audio thing, and like you. I've oh, got yeah, the no, app that you're supposed to do it with, but it doesn't let me take pictures of my ears. I
3: just love and it statement. only works
0: with like three like apps, like it works with like Tidal D's and Nugs or something. Deezer? I don't know. Deezer.
3: Is Deezer a a Sony thing? I didn't think so.
0: No, no, it's just no, it's not a Sony thing, but it's just oh, okay. they're like one of the people who have partnered with Sony to do like oh, okay. three sixty audio stuff. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but I can't figure out how to take pictures of my ears because it's not in the app, so I don't
3: Well, I don't better, know better to start taking super high fidelity pictures of your ears just to have them in your back pocket.
0: Just in case. yeah, in case I run into Mark Cerny to <laughs> so here, can you commit this to memory? put, put them on back Snap, to me.
3: Put them on Snapchat. No, put them on Instagram because even if you delete them, they'll still be there. Uh, it's it's
0: only fans Oh jeez,
3: and only fans for Andre's ears.
0: If you'd like an only an OnlyFans uh, for my ears, send an email to gaming at fixed Oh
3: God, am I going to have or, to register an OnlyFans account for our, our, our no. podcast so no one else steals it? Uh,
0: you know, if someone wants that, uh, go for it. But if you start making <laughs> money, believe us, we'll we'll get you. Okay. Uh, okay. Next news story. That one went off the rails. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two Remaster got a big update with a bunch of new challenges, the ability to replay tours with individual skaters, and mm-hmm. a bunch of Crash Bandicoot gear. What? Okay, yeah. sure. Is like Crash Bandicoot in the game, or is it just like I can wear like an orange shirt?
3: I think it's stuff like you can get. I haven't looked actually at the stuff, but from what I've seen, it looks like decks with uh, Crash okay. on it, and yeah, some attire and stuff, things of that nature. Okay, that game's That's, good, I guess. So sure. uh, it's a That's, good excuse yeah. to get back to it.
0: That's yeah. It's nice that they like went. Oh yeah, people want to replay this game with different skaters and stuff. So that makes sense.
3: Yeah, because that <laughs> it's was weird one of
0: the, that it wasn't in there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that it is one of the things that was a little strange about the initial mm-hmm. release that you couldn't like replay stuff and have it reset. All progress was permanent, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, next news story was. Mass Effect is going to be Was teasing something but we just heard uh, Mass Effect coming In 2021 Uh, The trilogy all the single player DLC uh, Enhanced shaders Better frame rate resolution All that stuff Uh, Sure
3: Yeah Uh, I was talking about this With a friend of the Podcast Cheska yesterday Um, mm -hmm. Being like I love Mass Effect. She also loves Mass Effect, but I don't know if I'm going to replay all those, like especially not just yeah. all, like one at a time. But like I was thinking, like what is something they could do to get me to play that? And um, I think if they changed some of it, if they kind of made better on the promise for three, that would actually mm-hmm. make me want to replay one and two. Like if it was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. now now we're incorporating a lot more of the decisions you have actually made in a meaningful way, or like. Uh, it actually has some agency over the ending, which we've changed, or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I would be interested in that. But if it's just straight up on a remaster, I played those on PC. They look, already look pretty good.
0: So, yeah, that's uh, that's what this yeah, sounds the games like. Is just
1: good. I I mean, I'd still be interested in playing them again. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see what they what they try to do with it.
0: Yeah, I never played the DLC for three. Uh, which is my only I didn't regret, either,
1: and I but... always really wanted to play the Citadel DLC. Yeah, apparently it's really um, good. Yeah, I've... and I've heard nothing but good things, but I got frustrated with the fact that the DLC never went on sale. So
0: I, Yeah, um... I've also watched Alex Navarro play through Mass Effect 1 and 2, and at least part of 3 so far. I need to get mm-hmm. back to watching the rest of Mass Alex. But, uh, yeah, so like, I've already watched like that entire story kind of go through recently, so... I don't know that I need more Mass Effect in my life right now, but yeah. hey, uh, neat that it's gonna be playable uh, on all consoles, or at least on like the PS5. It'll yeah. be playable on the Xbox already, it, but you know, if it comes to Switch, it's pretty good.
3: I I, I haven't seen yeah. if it's clarified that it's coming to Switch, but like that would be that'd be a good place to play those games
0: god Mass Effect 3 ran like doo doo on the consoles at least on the PS3 it just like the frame rate was so bad like I I forgot that it was so bad and I was like before Andromeda came out I was like oh I'll revisit my save on 3 I was replaying it like doing my Renegade run or whatever and I was just loaded into like the hangar on the Citadel and I was like oh no <laughs> this is like sub 20 FPS this is oh god that's that's rough <laughs> yeah not great but it's uh yeah mass effect uh good for good. hopefully they put out a good version of this it Does, doesn't sound like they're gonna be like changing much about one which is like probably the one that needs the most like hands-on I, stuff just like
1: i, mechanically don't know. I think for like the is, combat but i think one is fine i mean it's like it's fine i mean like i think that the biggest thing that is frustrating are the mako controls which i mean have been memed about a million times but Mm. i feel like i i don't know i never had an issue with the combat so um i just i I think
0: two and three are like so much like tighter mechanically uh that it would just be but you yeah to, i mean like, it is balance but... the entire like experience f- to like change that combat i think so but maybe they're doing something
3: i don't i don't uh, know yeah i actually i think i like i'm not gonna say i'm not, not gonna qualify this but uh i think i might enjoy the first one the most out of the three mm. just because i like the story the most like the yeah whole, I, the whole thing with Saren and all that
1: that's the thing is uh like i, I really like all of the game's but I feel the least attached to the crew in two,
3: which is personally. weird, given which is that weird. It, this whole story is the crew,
1: <laughs> right? But it's like, I, I feel like, yeah, it, it's I don't know. Morden, I, I feel
0: you tell me weird. Morden, oh, singing. Ra- Gilbert very, I mean, and I mean, Sullivan, just didn't like that. Was a great no. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I, mean, I, I am I the like, very I model d- of I a like, scientist, I like, I like so the.
1: Good. He, that was very good. And I liked the characters in 2. It was just like, I feel like, I don't know, I, I felt the least attached to it. And, and I play those games mostly for the story beats and the characters and hanging out with them. So
3: Yeah. Um, and another piece of news just hit as we're talking. Oh. Uh, quote from a GameSpot article. Many of us assumed that Bioware was going to announce a Mass Effect Trilogy collection today during N7 Day. Uh but we didn't expect this other piece of news. A new Mass Effect game is in development. Uh, okay. Yes!
1: As the one person here, one person alive that is like, likes to Andromeda.
3: Yeah. Uh, details on I, the project are extremely scarce, but Bioware is working on the, quote, next chapter of the Mass Effect universe, and it will feature a, quote, veteran team from the company.
1: Okay. Mass uh,
3: Effect Pop. Yeah, and I emphasis on veteran team because one of the things that came out about Andromeda is that was one of their newest teams and mm. that's where a lot you know, of animation, that's probably, like animation jank came from and writing jank.
1: Yeah.
0: Well that's that makes sense. Yeah. That game also it suffered it sounded like from one of the things we talked about with cyberpunk where they fucked around for a long time coming up with stuff and went <laughs> oh we need to put like a game out and then also scrapped the entire thing and thing destiny did where they scrapped the entire thing like a year before release and then had to rebuild basically the entire game in like a year or like yeah. you know the narrative and like stuff like that so Yep. uh yeah hmm uh i depending on what they do, I could be interested in another mass effect game. Yeah, I don't think I mean, they have poisoned the well so bad, like some people
1: uh,
3: I think the bioware well has been poisoned quite a bit.
1: I think it's rough i mean i i don't know i i I, I don't know like we're going to be talking a little bit more about anthem later, um, but at the same time, I had exactly zero interest in anthem but yeah even though uh andromeda uh, like as somebody that liked it it was janky it was not you know the best game it, it also like the first planet is the worst planet so it, like <laughs> does not start on a good like on a good foot where mm-hmm. you're just like the, the start of the game is like by far the worst part of the game so which just does not lead to but people the
0: end was pretty liking. bad mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, the uh, end was uh, and, I, yeah, I don't know
3: I, I personally I, n- I didn't play it but I wasn't mm-hmm. super interested in the main character also that being a thing
1: yeah mm-hmm. I don't know it's uh, I, I, I think that it's rough for Bioware but I feel like people are still so excited about the original Mass Effect trilogy that I think people could come around on a new Mass Effect game
0: I would hope so. Yeah I, I, yeah, I, think they just have to probably steer away from Andromeda. Um, uh,
1: unfortunately, yeah, I, I'd like to see more of the characters in Andromeda, but I know that's not necessarily going to happen. Yeah. But,
0: all I remember is PB. Oh right. All I, I forgot I about There's PB. I don't remember. I don't remember the Krogan's name. Jol was
2: my boy. I was. love Joel, But wasn't,
3: wasn't there a Lady Turian also?
0: The, P- probably. I. That yeah, now I don't familiar. even remember <laughs> yeah, that's I don't remember anything about Mass Effect Andromeda. Like I I played it. I didn't think it was as terrible as a lot of people said, but I thought I was pretty disappointed by the story they told and like how they decided to do that narrative because when they're like we're going to a new galaxy, uh you know, mm-hmm. new like a whole new place I was like, "Oh, okay. We'll get new like alien species and new people, and there are two new like sentient alien species in that game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and one is one are your allies and one are bad guys, and then the rest yeah. is all." just uh, the rest is everyone you've seen before not even everyone you've seen before it's like
1: because there are still certain ships that were like they're they're like yeah. their justification was like oh there are certain ships they got that are lost still on the way. Yeah, yeah they haven't
0: arrived uh, so that yeah. was yeah
3: didn't wasn't it like all of the whatever Tali's race like they didn't show up because their ship yeah. was still on the way or something like that
0: uh-huh yeah. and like what, the what, Krogan what, were with them the, I think what's the the, the
3: the mask people uh
1: the now. why am I Oh
3: no. We're going to get messages about this, aren't we?
1: Oh my god. I, and I feel bad because I love Tolly. too. Yeah, no, me too. Thing. And
3: it's like they. Tali's one of my
1: favorite characters. Was
3: it Quorian?
1: Yes, yeah, yes. yes, Yeah, because
3: yes. The, there was the Geth that, and the Yeah, Geth and Quorian did not like Geth each and other.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: Yeah. Turian. And I, Krogan. Uh, I looked it up. Vetranix is the name of the. Your buddy in Mass Effect Andromeda, and she is indeed a lady Turian. Okay. Anyways.
0: Uh, yeah. So.
3: Yeah,
1: I liked I liked the new. Um, I liked the new species. The. What is it? Let me find it. Um,
2: the... the new species.
1: The. Where are you? <laughs>
3: Angara.
1: Angara, yeah, I liked uh, them a lot, and I thought that was I thought that was an interesting thing with having that kind of first contact type thing, um, but it would have been nice if there was more of that. For
0: sure. Yeah, it 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 was, uh, I yeah, it was going to be hard to live up to expectations with that game. And, oh yeah, absolutely. But I feel like. Yeah, I feel like they really missed the mark on what that game could have it could been. Could have
1: been. Oh, absolutely. I think that's I think that's exactly right. Where I think it's a it's a fine game on its own, but when you compare it to the original Mass Effect trilogy and when you compare it to what the game could be, it falls flat for sure. Uh-huh. Um, it's like one of it's 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 a game that like If if it was just like released on its own, I think people would be like, "Oh, this is good." But like in comparison to all of those other things, it It, it falls flat.
3: It was kind of a one-two punch, maybe even more than that, with people being down on uh, Mass Effect Three, and then people being Mm -hmm. some people being down on Dragon Age Inquisition. Like I thought it was good, but I thought Inquisition is
1: a weird ass game because I've Try to play it a million times, and I've never finished it because I think the quest design is kind of bad. But
3: yeah, but like, so people weren't in love with Mass Effect Three or Inquisition, and then Andromeda, and people are just like, ah, is Bioware relevant anymore? And then you got yeah, you got, got the you got, got, you got the and, other one, which maybe we should anthem, talk about. Which yeah, so uh, an- still, Anthem,
1: yeah, Anthem.
0: Uh, Anthem, they're still secret wet work team still plugging away at making Anthem a game people want to play in sometime in the future, probably on the PS5 or Xbox Series X or S. Uh, They put out an actual like substantive like post where they said, hey, here's what we've been working on and like here's some uh, like screenshots to prove it's not just all theory like, you know, there's actual work being done. Uh there's like a gif, so there's some animation there too. <laughs> there's so a real like... gif. Yep. So, you know, uh, uh,
3: I have I have not read the what they put out. I don't have context for what the things they have changed are cuz I never played it. So, what kind of stuff did they do to make it more appealing?
0: So, uh, let's see. Okay. There is you can change your equipment out in the world which you could not do before what? you had to like go back to the hub and like re like redo all your loadout if you wanted to change uh, like your guns.
1: Okay.
0: Uh <laughs> yeah, so you had to go back and uh I believe oh god, what was it? I don't have the list in front of me. Uh they've changed the way that Ida or that like the different uh like sub weapons work. I can power up. I can't remember if they're doing away with like rarity on them, and you're just upgrading them. I, I honestly i i didn't yeah. look super closely at it because like That's I'm right. just yeah, I'm, When they put it out, I'll check it out because I still I think Anthem was compelling. It just was too too messy or like too unrefined. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I really liked playing what I played.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm skimming through it now. It looks like they're adding like a bunch of skill tree stuff, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Like it it, it, it's making it look more and more like Destiny. As someone looking Mm -hmm. in from the outside to both of those games, which you know that's fine. Like that's a good blueprint to pull from because people like Destiny. Uh, Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be interesting if Anthem pulls a No Man's Sky or like a Rainbow Six Siege, Mm -hmm. where it's put out initially and not received very well. But they iterate on it and they make it better and they make it better to the point where it's what you want. Like that would be mm-hmm. the ideal outcome in my opinion. That'll be ideal. I don't know I if guess. it's
1: possible. I mean, like I think a big part of No Man's Sky doing that was that it had that really passionate indie team, you know, that really wanted to make like they had an idea yeah. in their mind for this game and they were gonna make it Our, I mean, I'm sure that there are pe I, I know that there are people at EA that worked really, really hard on Anthem. But are there a lot of people that are just like really passionate about what Anthem could be?
0: I would hope that's what this team is. Um, yeah,
3: and I would hope uh, it would make people more passionate. Yeah, like if it's because like they put out a good thing. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. they're they're really trying to like revamp the loot and like do a lot of stuff, and so it's hard to say what it's going to come out as, but. At least it sounds like a step in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's nice to see that they are still trying to do something with it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But this all still seems very early. So it's hard to say, like, when is this going to come out? Uh, Is it going to be is it next year? Is it 2022, 2023? Like,
3: yeah,
0: at that point, do you just have to say it's a new game? Like, what do you what do you do at that point? Uh, Cause like yeah. No Man's Sky That took Was that like A year For like It to finally It's like To them do that For them to really do that first update, that. update yeah. Uh, yeah And get it to yeah. like Where people are like Oh okay this is cool Yeah
1: they had yeah, to deal they they had to, to iterating uh, on that
3: I feel bad for that team They had to deal with so much bullshit Like Sean Murray especially Had to deal with so much Hate They had to
1: the deal day. with so many people Like
3: well, Also like Their studio flooded team. And Oh yeah yeah totally like oh just, yeah you're right I forgot about that uh, yeah
0: so like, even without all that like yeah. garbage that's you know uh, feel bad for like any game dev because they all get that bullshit uh, yeah. you know Call of Duty people get it uh, indie devs get it for no reason uh, it, yep. yeah it sucks stop being assholes to the devs who make these yes, wonderful games that we all play
1: yeah don't oh. be assholes to devs Like I feel like you could say that a whole, about a whole lot of the, our news items every week, is because it's oh. always true.
0: I mean, if, interesting. If the devs are the so, assholes first, then you know that's
3: uh. Don't,
0: the def- past- don't send people death threats though. Just
1: don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never, to, never, never, to, never.
3: Sorry to pull us back. What because it's the most relevant news we could talk about at the moment. Within the past oh. 30, 30 seconds, uh, BioWare has put up an official blog post, including oh. a first oh. look a first look at the new Mass Effect. Uh, so I have sent oh. that to our chat. Um, if you scroll down, it looks like you can see that screenshot. And that is a very interesting and appealing screenshot that they've put there. Um, that
0: looks very, very Star Wars. That is, is that a binary star system? <laughs> like
1: wait hold up hold up hold up that is like giving me them Star Wars vibes yeah no right?
0: that is incredibly Star uh, Wars
3: and I just looked if you open up the thing that is called a mud skipper like if you okay. open up the file if you look at the source mm. that is called a mud skipper so maybe it's going to involve more no man's sky kind of stuff of like hopping planet to planet in which case that sounds fucking awesome it <laughs> it's sounds-
0: gonna be like beyond good and evil too <laughs>
3: yeah yeah uh. Uh, okay, I'm just re- I'm just skimming this article to see if we can pull out anything new. Um,
0: it doesn't look like it.
3: It doesn't look like it either. Yeah, that's cool. I I will reserve a very small amount of enthusiasm about this. Tentatively uh, I'm, excited because yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant but but willing to. What if? What hesitant, if? Hesitant, but like willing, I love the original.
1: Love I love Mass Effect a lot, so I. I really hope. Like, I, I want to hope that it's good.
0: What yeah. if there's a baby Krogan?
3: <laughs> Move carry over, baby, baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, carry baby Rex with you.
1: Okay, that sounds really good. It <laughs> just goes, shepherd. Rex you is cure. a good Rex is one of my favorite characters, so I will be excited about that.
0: Cure the genophage. Now you, you just. It's just a daycare simulator. You just Krogan, Krogan, <laughs> Krogan daycare simulator. simulator. Krogan. Krogan
1: daycare. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, just every
0: day, they're just like exponentially. Your enrollment is just exponentially increasing. Oh, no.
3: Not again. I guess they, they mature the
0: f- really quickly, though. But
3: Yeah, like cue the full house music and then. Yeah. Too many krogans. Too many krogans.
0: Too many krogans. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, we'll see. Mass Effect. Mass Effect and Bioware. 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 <laughs> Come on, Bioware. We want to love again. I, I, do I, it. I want
1: Bioware to pull through. I, I I really love their games and would like them to be to be good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm, indeed. Hot All take.
3: Right. Fireware, old Vampire <laughs> games, good. More. Jade,
0: Jade, hot, em, Jade Empire, good. Hot take. I want <laughs> games to be hot good. Hot take,
1: me too.
0: Uh, <laughs> public
3: service I announcement.
0: I, I guess this is a PSA. Uh, Destiny 2, the original campaign is about to be removed. You have less than a week to get in there and play it. I think that's like around thursday that's coming out that's the beyond light expansion which is going to remove a lot of content a lot of it it'll come back some of it will come back at some point but it sounds like it's gonna be rotated. i don't know what they're doing nobody really knows i don't even think bungie knows what they're doing but they're they're <laughs> like trying some new stuff and uh old uh old content a lot of the original destiny to Uh, planets and zones and story are getting pulled out and some new stuff is coming back in. Uh, They're probably going to, it's not all going to come in right away. It's probably going to be rolled out over the next year as the seasons come. They're like, all right, new season. Here's a new planet or something like that. New zone. Uh, So yeah, if you, for some reason, have not played the Destiny 2 campaign and really want to, the Red War, the base campaign, if you really want to do that,
1: Now's the time. It was was, the the base campaign was fine. I mean, I I played all of it, and it was was pretty good. So I don't know.
3: Better than the Uh, first game. I I just think it's kind of.
1: I mean, I think it's shitty. I think it's kind of mediocre. To be honest, I mean, it's like it's it's really like a.
3: Oh, sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's shitty that they're removing the content. Yeah, yeah
0: it yeah it, it's that there's no way there's no like a destiny to classic server or something uh you know yeah. how, like wow wow classic now um and just like to hide all that stuff away <laughs> from like a game preservation standpoint they they absolutely are like do not want people playing that content at all like they make it really weird and not like super clear how to play it uh and don't service it uh, at least not since, not when I last played it, which was like five months ago or whatever, the beginning of the season. Uh, but that got extended because of COVID, and yeah. Um, yeah, someone, Pat is just popping off in the chat.
3: Uh, talking about Pat
0: got to say about, I actually want that. No, oh, still yeah, talking wants... about
3: fact. He said he would play it. Yeah, okay. He wants, He's not he wants like, to the, oh,
1: the I, I'm listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. and let's, let's chat about Anthem or about Destiny. But... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. so, it, it is shitty that they're getting well, rid of.
0: Something. Next up, yeah, it's yeah. it's. It, maybe it'll come back in some way, but I, I don't think so. Those areas will come back. I don't know if the Red War will come back.
3: They'll they'll, they'll reopen the Bungie Bungee vault. vault.
0: Like yeah. Uh, next up, Gears <coughs> uh,
3: <here's>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I Hey, is the next you thing? Is it, it, it just like
1: the concept is funny?
0: And <laughs> Gears Pop. Yeah. And, <laughs> and
3: the
1: reason it's out on the news is because
0: Uh Uh They They ruined Marcus Phoenix's fucking Funko Pops. No, uh <laughs> it's just I just had the thought of Marcus Phoenix going,
2: My fucking Funko
0: Pops instead of mm. my fucking tomatoes. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, Gears that. Pop is being shut down. <laughs> yep. Uh, why anyone thought Gears Funko Pop is it a gotcha game?
3: It's it's kind of like Clash Royale.
0: Okay, which is kind of a gotcha game in a way. Kind of. Uh, yeah, but Th- that was always a why. That I, was this one a never lie. made sense was, to me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Those uh, I. Funko
3: Pops yeah. love them or them, whatever. I just don't think I don't think they would make a great
1: They're trying game. Like to they, it's make like it they're like kind of trying thing. to be like oh
3: they'd be like yeah. like the Lego, like the Lego games, right? Like mm-hmm. like oh we're going to do our Lego-y Funko-y Poppy take on these series. It's like maybe, but uh, I don't
0: like, know. I, Funko like Pop I think that trend. could that well that could work. Sure. I, I, you have to cross promote but the problem is you have the cross promotional like Funko pop is just a bunch of different brands represented. So like getting everyone to be on board with that and do that is probably yeah. really difficult. But like, if you did like a gotcha game with that was just, here's a bunch of different Funko pop stuff. If you did a clash Royale type game, there's a bunch of different Funko pop stuff that would probably do really unreasonably upsettingly well. Whereas I'd Funko pop. Gears,
1: yeah, and I think when it's only mobile. Gears of War,
0: I don't think that's like the thing that's like that cross that that Venn diagram well, that yeah. that intersection is very small.
3: Because like to me, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but like Funko Pop seems like they're kind of wholesome. And Gears as sort
1: of, I mean, they have a lot of Funko Pops about like that are less wholesome characters, but sure, but
3: like, yeah, you, yeah, that's true. Like, they do come from some mature franchises, but like, Funko Pops themselves seem like they're cutesy, they're that kind of thing. Like, I, I, if you're thinking Lego games, I I wouldn't expect a Lego game from a mature franchise. Like, I wouldn't expect,
0: well, they they won't do it, like, they won't do like Mortal Kombat,
3: like, like you're not going to get. Lego Requiem for a Dream or something, (laughs) but um, like, but like they do the Lego Eyes Wide Shut. God. (laughs) Uh, Lego American Psycho, but um, like Funko Pop holds a similar kind of cachet to me, where I would expect a game to be something more along those lines. So Gears naturally just feels like a weird fit. Yeah, That's, that's just me though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, no, I mean as somebody 100%. that owns a a bunch of Funko Pops. I don't necessarily buy them because I like Funko Pops. I buy them because hey, there's no other way I can get a figure of this character, so uh, I'm gonna or buy that. Or a figure a of figure. this
0: character will cost me like four hundred dollars.
1: Right, right. Yeah. like this is. Or there, I mean, there are certain ones where it's like. This is the only figure I can get of this character like at all, so you know I'll I'll get that or yeah or it's really expensive and these are like just cheap like hey I'm at at Target and there's a Funko Pop of I don't know of something so I might go okay it's gonna be it's less than ten dollars so I can add it to my cart but it's not like necessarily I don't I think that's most people's experience with it too and so I doubt I don't really think there are many people that are like super attached to the branding of sure. it. Oh my w- god.
3: W- oh no. So what?
2: this <laughs>
0: reminded me because we're talking about figures and uh-huh. it reminded me that just recently a Resident Evil 2 remake Claire Redfield statue was recently announced. I believe uh yeah and it is <laughs> God, the price one thousand three hundred and forty nine dollars.
3: My God!
1: You can uh, speaking shipping (laughs) in
0: January to April (laughs) twenty twenty
1: two. You can uh, fun fun fact uh, about the game I was playing. You can buy a life size figure of Riza from Atelier Atelier Riza twenty five thousand dollars. What? Yeah.
3: Okay. That has to be something like that they put in a shop in Japan or something.
1: Yeah, I think that they're like they just need. Uh, I think they are doing it by pre-orders and saying like they needed at least ten pre-orders to put it into production.
3: But <laughs> at least this, ten. Wow. At least this,
1: ten. Which I think God, that they 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 have like nuts. you know they know that, that most people aren't going to be.
0: That's a business. That's that a business. A that's like business an arcade thing. or like a Super Potato like at the sure. game store, not a. That is not a... Or if purchase. you're like a hardcore... Unless you're a pervert. pervert
1: uh, I mean, these honestly, Resident that evil... might be. People are, like... F- f- one of the things I think is nice about... Like, this is off topic. One of the things I think is nice about the Atelier series is that a lot of the times it doesn't uh, go into fanservice servicey things, which is kind of admirable because all, all of the main characters are, are young women. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Riza is probably the most sexualized of the of the main characters, and I think in game it's not terrible, but people people like Riza. So,
3: yeah, um, if you want a good uh, kind of retrospective on that, I probably should have mentioned it earlier. Sorry. Um, Valkyrie Aurora on YouTube does a really oh, good...
1: I I've, I've watched those videos. Yeah. yeah,
3: she she does a really good job of explaining like. The starts of the Atelier series, and like, yeah, like specifically how she's a lady playing those, and she's like, yeah, I feel like this is not sexualized, it's not gross, it's not. It weird. really
1: does. It really isn't. And I mean, even in like in the game, there's not, There hasn't been anything gross. Like, there's the mildest of jiggle physics, but like oh. in a way that feels realistic. You know what I mean?
3: Um, I have to rescind my statement. She has deleted everything on her channel because she was getting <sighs> abuse.
1: No. That is extremely I was,
3: sad. I didn't know. I think that. I was
1: looking for her videos. I was like, I was like, where, I was like, searching for the hmm. Atelier series, and I was like, why? Why am I? Why aren't her videos coming up? And that's why. That's,
3: that's very sad. Such Shit. Butt. Yeah, that sucks big, but she's she's awesome.
1: She is awesome. Yeah, but that's but that is one of the things that I think is 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 nice about the series is that generally it's like not sexualized for having like young female protagonists up for every game, but at the same time. People people like Ryza, and people f- find a way to be creepy about Riza. So,
0: I was looking at screenshots of the game, and there is definitely a mod scene for that game.
3: Oh, no! Oh,
1: god, no, no, so no what's thank next? You. What's next
3: on news, Andre? Anyways, Before we go down that hole.
1: Anyways, I'm not gonna buy that large figure for Riza. Oh,
0: Sorry. you, you want to go down a hole? Well, oh, I can. Uh, uh. <laughs> No, uh it's nothing that bad. At least not what I saw, but there's probably I, I didn't go deep on that uh that thread. Anyway. Okay. Uh Fortnite is coming yeah. back to iOS, baby. Yeah. Just game. in time uh for Alex to get a new phone. Fortnite you, coming to you, iOS.
3: Yeah. You too? You do. oh
0: you, yeah, you no, also? you th- they uh, put the uh, they put that album on everyone's phone. That happened a while ago. If you use <laughs> iTunes, ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> ha Does that like if you make a new iTunes account? Do they put that YouTube album on there? Probably a limited limited time deal. Anyway, anyways, uh, no, it's but it's not via, via the App Store. Don't go, don't go there. You gotta sign up for GeForce Now, which apparently runs <laughs> in Safari. And you can yeah. play Fortnite on an iPhone or iOS in a browser, streaming. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's a roundabout way to get it All back, right. but sure. If you're that's...
1: if you're really if you if you're really attached to both having an iPhone and playing uh, Fortnite on your iPhone, then
3: mm-hmm.
1: that, we have that's a, a thing you can do.
3: We have a message from the chat on the gaming fix. Twitch channel saying, quote, that YouTube album plays sometimes automatically when I plug my phone into my car from Pat.
0: What album? Oh, the YouTube album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I I thought you said
1: YouTube album and I was really confused.
3: (laughs) The YouTube album. Yes.
0: I have not purchased a new phone yet. Okay. Uh, I am waiting. Uh, Waiting for reviews waiting for uh, I actually need to check to double check my sim card will work because my my That's company there. is like uh hey if you want an iphone sim it's gotta you gotta like pick you gotta say you want an iphone sim and not this mm. other sim like yeah it's a whole interesting
3: yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know why. well well slight tangent uh the reason I ordered an iphone is because reviews are hitting monday so I will have time to cancel if yeah. reviews turn out, are they hitting
2: Monday?
0: Bad. Oh, I thought they were yes. hitting like Wednesday because that's what no. they did on the other one. I,
3: I think I saw it confirmed that they're hitting Monday. Okay, uh, I could be, could I be mean, wrong, like, but that's what I saw.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, the like the other phones have been out, so these are just a bigger and a smaller version of the other phones. There's yep. like some slight differences in the camera on the Pro Max, but
3: oh my god, yeah, that that is a nice figure, but that is really expensive. The, the yeah,
0: fifty-five centimeters, fifty-eight that's, for the Leon half a meter <laughs>
3: more, more than That's five centimeters more than half a meter you're right anyways uh, that is next nice sp- but
1: hmm. yeah
0: I, I, w- I would gladly display that in my, in my home but uh, I mean I got this like Goku figure right here
1: I, I've, I've got a couple of nendoroids coming so those are, I'm so excited for the Rena yep, for nendoroid
0: uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, next story. Codemasters, creators mm-hmm. of the Dirt series, Project Cars, right? Uh, nope. No, no, that's a different team. Uh yep. what el- what else does Codemasters do?
3: They um I think they also do the F1 games, don't they?
0: Oh yeah, that sounds right. A dri- a lot of driving game games.
3: Yeah. Uh, driving uh, games, that's what they do. They yeah. do
0: grid. Uh, they have been purchased by Take Two of Publisher, you might know them as the publisher of, uh, or they own Gearbox, right? They own Gearbox, or no? Gearbox they, is they own, own publisher. What's they own, What's the, they own, they they have own some Rockstar. sort of partnership? Rock, yeah, they own Rockstar. Uh, they do the bad wrestling games. Uh,
3: you know. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, they they put out things like Bioshock.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, stuff like that. So. Hopefully this is like a good thing for Codemasters.
3: Yeah, it's interesting timing because they just put out Dirt 5, which has been getting some mixed reception on PC.
0: Yeah, uh, console sounds like the current gen, uh, as of now current gen versions of, God, the Xbox launches in like two days in Japan, three days in America, <laughs> but it's not, uh, yep. whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, on the 10th. So yeah, Codemasters, uh yeah, that, that sounds like rough on the current gen, but probably on the next gen, it'll be. It's pretty sweet, I think. So as I think I've heard, I don't know.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully it's better than the PC version. The story my friend Dude, was telling me is hilarious. sounds. R-
0: like having to alt tab till it's like yeah. in the right spot. No video settings. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, My
3: friend was basically saying, yeah, there's no resolution settings, no video settings, so you can't change like, oh, run it on high or medium or low. You can't do that. Can't change resolution. You can't run it in windowed or like it only runs in full screen. You can't change it to windowed. And sometimes when it runs in Windows, it windowed it just shows like the top left corner of it only. So you have to like alt tab back in and out until it centers itself. It's like what? <laughs> I don't even know how that works. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's really bizarre. It's uh, hilarious,
3: but it's a bummer.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully they get it figured out. I don't know how. Like, if it, it seems like the PC should be like in the mid in like the console switch it should be like uh, okay, we can get the PC version. It just works. Yeah, and the, but apparently not. Yeah. Uh, next up, Sony, not one to sit on their laurels. Mm-hmm. saw that Microsoft bought Bethesda Game Works or Bethesda Zenimax of Bethesda and it's uh studios for like 7.5 billion dollars or whatever
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Sony said you want Skyrim you want unlimited Skyrim on the Xbox well we want unlimited anime
2: yeah
0: Crunchyroll did, is this finalized? Is this is this yeah for for real it's, happening? It's, okay, it's for
3: realsies. I think Crunchyroll used to be owned by AT and T or something like one. Yeah, of their, yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so yeah, I guess they just they gobbled it up. They also yeah, own uh, Funimation, I think, right? Yeah, oh, wow. which
0: isn't great. Like in terms of a you know your all your anime in one place, yes. uh, Sony should not have the anime monopoly.
3: Yeah, yeah. But, although well. They, uh, there's a Funimation app on like the Xbox and stuff, right?
0: Oh, I, I'm not saying. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I think there was a Funimation like demo or like a deal. or Was it Crunchyroll with like Xbox Game Pass Ultimate? Like, there was a perm, yeah,
1: was yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, seems, there
3: was. It seems right, but I can't remember.
1: Did I'm either of you guys? Up, but, did either of you guys see the trailer for the new Crunchyroll original anime X Arm, which launched yes, yesterday? I did <laughs> see that. It looks rough, man.
3: Yeah, it doesn't look the best.
1: So, when, I, when I saw this piece of news show up, I'm like, "Oh, this is what Sony bought," mm-hmm. because it's a
3: uh,
1: Sony's. Like, I wonder if Sony saw that and was like, "What the fuck did we just put our put our money down on?" But
3: yeah, Crunchyroll country, country is also weird. Um, anime outside of North America is weird. Andres talked about this before. How uh-huh. licensing agreements, especially like yeah. being like being in Japan, you can't use crunchyroll or like cheese who's in the philippines can't really use Mm -hmm. crunchyroll without a vpn like so yeah
1: which is very which is wild
3: and it's i mean
1: i guess i get it but i could watch
0: it on tv here but it doesn't have subtitles so if i wanted to watch subtitles, i'm out of luck or or you just
3: gotta learn japanese yes
0: that also but (laughs) uh yeah what if you're hard of hearing
3: I mm-hmm. uh, still got to, you know,
0: true. learning Japanese, but, you know, it's just a whole thing. It's it's annoying and uh yeah, it's just uh, any any sort of like video digital video DRM mm-hmm. is fucking stupid. Like <laughs> I I own stuff on PlayStation Network that I can't watch because I'm physically in Japan even though I own it. Mm-hmm. Like it's stupid. Playing. Yeah, it's, just, it's, just
3: yeah. We'll see. Good, good for Crunchyroll.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, hopefully they don't hopefully. say like we're gonna lay off a bunch of you now because we can just use the Funimation staff and combine these two studio, uh, <sighs> combine these two services hopefully, or something. I hopefully hope they that. can also
1: pay uh, Crunchyroll translators more because uh, yeah. they do not compensate their translators well. Enough.
0: That's the oh. real anime experience.
1: Yeah. There's a,
3: there's a really really good um, I have two thoughts. There's a really good YouTube video from Asian Boss, I think, uh, which you can find and it talks about the life of someone who works on anime.
1: Oh like, yeah, who, I've seen and, I've seen like a couple of videos about people who like make manga and stuff and it's yeah. like it is it is rough. Yeah. You are um, working constantly.
3: So yeah, the title title of this video is "quote underpaid and overworked being an animator in Japan." Yeah, uh, totally one hundred percent recommend. One hundred percent recommend watching it. It sounds like it's very similar doing a translation job. Uh, yeah. So, not unlike that. a video I'll, I'll,
0: game job.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I will link that. I will link that that video in our uh, description for this episode. It's really good, uh, and the other one. And sorry for talking about piracy on our podcast, but. Horrible subs shut down a month ago, which is crazy because they were actually a really good group. Mm-hmm.
1: I still, I still, I, I know I mentioned this on my podcast, but I, I'll mention it again. Uh, it still boggles the mind that Crunchyroll is super legit now yeah. because mm-hmm. when they, I was a teenager, that was like my piracy website of choice. Yes, 100%. <laughs> And so now now every time people talk about country I'm like, wow, dang, okay, they've they've gone legit, but mm-hmm.
0: uh, all right, next. Source code for Watchdogs Legion. <laughs> I feel like I mentioned this before. Maybe it didn't come up on the podcast. The source code for Watchdogs Legion was held at ransom by some hackers, then it was leaked, which is the most watchdog watchdogs thing possible. Source code is like 560 gigs. A That's lot. a lot.
2: Mhm.
3: And like, yeah. Um, kind of curious how much of that is actually like assets, like audio and um, mm-hmm. like models and textures and stuff like yeah. that, versus how much mm-hmm. of it is actually code? Because yeah, like I'm I'm intrigued. I I almost kind of want to download the source code to take a look mm-hmm. at like how all those systems are working, like the swapping characters mm-hmm. and if there's like some procedurally generated stuff. Like that sounds kind of interesting, but eh.
0: Uh, I. I wonder if this will mean like people can mod it now and like what kind of mods mm. people can do. That'll be there, uh, interesting to see.
3: There's no kind of multiplayer in it, right? There will be. Oh, there will be? Oof. Then, yeah, having that source code out there is kind of rough. Because <laughs> if it's, if it's uh, purely yeah. single player, then whatever, who are you harming? But mm-hmm. yeah, with multiplayer, that means they're probably going to have to change some pretty significant parts. That sucks.
0: Mm. Bummer. Uh, apparently Capcom has also been hit by ransomware and mm. hackers are holding about a terabyte of data hostage.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Japanese yeah. companies need to get their infosec tight. They need to, yeah. they need to tighten things up.
3: Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> because sometimes it can be just a really innocent way that happens. Um, like someone accidentally linking to like a database uh, like or like alluding to where database is hosted oh we host our database on aws that's sometimes enough information for a hacker to be like oh i'm going to hit all of these potential endpoints with my scripts and see if i can't find a password and once once they get in they're in like mm-hmm. i'm uh, in like i'm in like they just need a little innocuous piece of information to to start launching attacks and then the second they they get there they can do these uh ransomware kind of things and it sucks. So bummer.
0: Uh, I am I, I want to get us through these next few me- stories because Hobuts um the Ho- new AMD 5000 series <laughs> Sorry. fucking Sorry. rips according <laughs> ba- to yeah. Back
3: back up for a second. Hobuts.
0: <laughs> Hobuts. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's yeah, uh Hobuts uh in a good way kind okay. of. Uh the new AMD 5000 series uh are just kick ass.
3: Yeah, have you seen the benches for that thing?
0: The the, the benchmarks are make me sad I bought a CPU when I did. Uh They're not that the th- the 3600 I have is uh bad, but holy sh- the 5600 uh X which is their kind of lowest uh the entry level one I guess mm-hmm. uh beats out Intel's highest Ten nine hundred K, which has like been the gaming performance king uh, CPU yeah. for quite some time now, and Intel has always held like the gaming performance crown mm-hmm. uh, in their tier. But now they're just like, oh yeah, our super our cheapest processor is better than the most expensive Intel like consumer
3: processor. Yeah. Like yeah, like you can get up to the ten nine eighty XE, but that's usually used for like overclockers and production and stuff. But like yeah, yeah, the fact that this thing that costs less than half the price in an area like amd has never won on gaming or not for like the past 10 years at least has never been yeah. ahead but now they just decimated everything except for one game which is red dead redemption oh. 2 yeah. <laughs> so but like everything like if you want the best gaming experience get an amd cpu unless you play red dead redemption 2 that's <laughs> <laughs> the literally the one game where where the difference was it? That yeah. is any kind uh, of
0: difference. And if you pair that with these new, I'm ex, I'm very interested to hear what these do with those new um, AMD cards, the Radeon yeah. cards, yeah. because the they like if yeah the shared memory and like yeah. what is that going to mean for uh, gaming performance? Yeah, uh, it's going to make me very sad about my computer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's. Honestly, it is like I don't mean this as an exaggeration. It is some of the most interesting stuff that's happened to PC gaming in probably over 10 years. Like, yeah. and um, that's because that's, it's a
0: big shakeup. Like, yeah,
3: it's AMD fucking bringing it on two fronts, and they are us, they were like underdogs, but they are mm-hmm. single handedly bringing back competition to both this, like the CPU, the processor side, and the graphics card side, which this is this is
0: like, uh like in dragon ball and the Frieza saga, when Goku fights the Ginyu force and then he's like, he wins and he's, he's on top, but then he gets his ass kicked and he needs to like recover for like a long ass time while everyone else gets just decimated by Frieza. And then Goku comes back and he's just like, oh yeah. Uh, and Intel is Frieza and Re- AMD is Goku and, uh, G- Frieza Intel just needs to transform into their next form. And, uh, this okay, is just part.
3: like part. you're taking it to its logical extreme here. I was just yeah. going to let you continue till, the, yeah. till you fell all the way yeah. on the Dragon Ball hole.
0: Yeah, Intel is going to cut itself in half and then come <laughs> back to planet Earth and then uh, it's going to be a robot part cyborg slash alien uh, emperor and then Intel oh or not God. Intel. Uh, yeah, no NVIDIA <laughs> it's, it's yeah, they're all going to cut each other up with their graphics cards and
3: uh-huh. mm-hmm. So I got to say, Intel, I don't know what they do right now. They're in a really precarious spot where they're, their their next CPUs are coming out in 2021, and it's looking like they're, they're still potentially going to be behind the current Ryzen's that just yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, maybe, oh,
0: Maybe on par.
3: Maybe on par, maybe. Which it's like, eh, I don't know if it's worth that value proposition. And uh, Apple is no longer using Intel chips for their upcoming stuff. There's an Apple event on the 10th, And so that means they're going to lose that whole part of their market because now Apple's making their own silicon. It's like, what's going to happen to Intel? Like, (laughs) uh, it's interesting that they went from the Kings to potentially down to the dumpsters pretty within the next two or three years.
0: Yeah, uh, it's who knows. uh, Hopefully... (laughs) hopefully they are able to pull back just because getting more competition in this space is good. And if they're all like pushing each other, that'll be PC gaming will be like really exciting. Uh, Cause yeah, but I wonder what those Intel GPUs are going to be like.
3: Oh, they're not going to be good, but they're going to be pretty low end or like mid to low end. But, um, so, and I will say, uh, I was lucky and fortunate enough to happen to bumble my way into a 3080 Founders mm-hmm. Edition because uh, I was keeping an eye on like some stock based discords and stuff like that where they get, send mm-hmm. notifications out for as soon as stock hits. And I was like, oh, I happened to be online and looking at my screen when this happened. Let's try it. Got one. Woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, <laughs> the Ryzen, these Zen 3s. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Uh, they, were, uh-huh. they were, they were, they're all like AMD. Was like, yeah, we got plenty of stock. People are going to get these, no problem. Exact same issue as the uh-huh. three thousand series launch. Like literally the exact same issue. Bots, bots just gobbled them up, and then uh, no one, like very few people, uh-huh. have actually been able to get a hand on them. In like this, I found this buck wild. Is you could keep an eye on stock that came up in uh-huh. uh, Canada through our retailers, uh-huh. thirty six hundred or fifty six hundred reasonable stock, 5,800 reasonable stock, 5,900 and 5,950X, across the entire country, some retailers had three. (laughs) Like, for the entire country. And it's like, what? That's insane. Like, three? (laughs) Maybe even like zero in some some retailers' cases. It's just nuts. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going to see, like, we kind of started seeing this with pre-orders for the Xbox and the PS5, Where it's like getting in on those is hard. And Mm -hmm. I wonder what it's going to be like next year too. With like any kind of technology launch. It seems like it's going crazy. So.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's. uh, I wonder if like the pandemic ending will slow stuff down. Or like make that stuff kind of okay. But Mm. like I have no delusions about getting a PS5 this year. (laughs) Even though I really want one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm at that point too. Yeah. But it's just technology.
0: Do you think uh so since you're kind of like in this between spot where like you're trying to buy a CPU, you've got you've got like a computer unbuilt, you've got yep. like your is sitting there. Yep. Are you at like maybe you'll try and buy like a 68 or 6900?
3: I'm willing XT? to consider it once the once the Once benchmarks come up. The, the, the mm-hmm. only thing that I have a hang up is that I have a G uh, Sync monitor. So I'd be giving mm. up that well, functionality. Uh,
0: have they not, like, I get, does, does G Sync, I know they changed some stuff, does it not work with FreeSync? Like, so, or does it have to be FreeSync? Like, oh G Sync can work on FreeSync, but FreeSync so, can't work on G Sync? So
3: I'm not going to get into all of this because we'll be here for an hour, and I know Allison does not give a single fuck about any of this. Um,
1: <laughs> but like, you're not wrong.
3: They're, they're for for G Sync and FreeSync, there's now like five different tiers of compatibility. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, there's G Sync compatible, and then there's like G Sync, G Sync, and then there's like G Sync yeah. Premium, and like, and then like same for FreeSync, like. Yeah, mine's old. Mine's from 2014. Uh, It's it's before they had that kind of interoperability. So it's Mm -hmm. a G Sync monitor.
0: Uh, Okay. I've got one that does like FreeSync and G Sync. Yes.
3: If I had one of those, I would be like, yeah, maybe let's let's check out one of these AMD cards. Uh, But the thing that still matters for those is the drivers, Mm because AMD's drivers are historically uh, coin toss as to whether they even work. Mm -hmm. So. Anyways, let's get off of this because otherwise, Allison is going to just spontaneously combust. And, and
0: <laughs> well, we get a good thing for Allison. We can talk about a story that relates to a game that I know she likes. Actually, all of us like yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, uh, Celeste. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Mm, uh, the creator. Uh, what? What? What are they going by now? Celeste. I
1: or Maddie, no? Maddie, no, I mean
0: <laughs> Maddie. Okay. Oh, they're going by Maddie too now. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So Maddie, a uh, creator of Celeste, is uh, wrote a blog post about how Madeline, the protagonist from Celeste, is canonically and definitively trans. Yeah, uh, which was some people had like theorized about because there was like a trans flag on in like a uh, image of her their room. Uh, yeah, is that her is that. Do they use yeah, I, pronouns in the game? Okay, uh-huh. her.
1: Okay, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, and and then also, it, it's a very very personal kind of story too. Um, and yeah, with uh, the uh, creator of the game, uh, Maddie transitioning, it's it, like there there are definitely some theories and some you know people thinking about that, but. Um, they wrote an article basically detailing making the game and not knowing that they were trans while they made the game or knowing that
3: when they started um, yeah
1: Madeline was trans when making the game, but at the same time like, you know, because it dealt with a lot of those kinds of gender feelings and gender um that that it's kind of inexorably linked. But yeah, yeah it, it was it was it was a really good
3: Post. it's an extremely good read um, mm-hmm. I will also link that in the show notes it's I think it's completely worth um, going through one thing I really loved is uh, <laughs> her directly calling out we didn't want to pull a JK Rowling <laughs> right <laughs> which, which seemed like... like it seemed like it, it seemed like part we didn't want to go back and retrospect like retroactively change the narrative on it but it also seemed like a kind of tacit like fuck you JK Rowling
1: Right, where it's like, we understand we don't want to be like, hey, let's get credit for this. But at the same time, since, like, it's really, you know,
2: Uh, a lot of the story is
1: really, really personal. And making Celeste really was a big part of, um, like, dealing with that uh, for them. So it's just... Yeah, it was it was it was a good read and it was it was an interesting thing. So yeah,
3: like one of the things I really liked about it is they talked about like oh, but are you going to explicitly call it out or like is it explicitly called out in the farewell DLC? Which now I feel like I need to play. And like like fans were talking about that, like speculating and all this stuff. And then she basically talked about like you know like as a person who was and somewhat still is a closeted trans person, like. She didn't feel comfortable talking about that, like when people were poking her about it, and they were just, like they kind of treated the character with the same respect. Uh, it's yeah, it's worth reading. It's
1: right, and it's and I think playing it. I mean, I know that I personally really connected with Celeste um, from a mental health perspective, mm. but I think that a lot of people have really connected with it from a uh, trans perspective as well. So I think that this is really it was a really good read and I think it was a really good discussion of Mm -hmm. of what the game means to a lot of people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think also one of the great things about Celeste is it works even like outside of that narrative. Like it's relatable because like it's not explicitly a story about that, but it's so easily like translate to that. But you can Those sorts of feelings you can easily put on to, like, your own personal life, whether you're cis or gay or trans or whatever it is.
1: Like, as a cis person, I really viewed a lot of it as um, uh, dealing with depression, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what it was. It it was... um, To get really personal, uh, I started playing that right about round when I was getting more and more treatment for depression um, and started taking my antidepressants and seeing my therapist more often. Um, And it really I think like I really viewed it as being, you know, kind of a a really important game for that time for me. Um, But uh, like like the blog post says, it doesn't Mean less that this uh, for a lot of people that it was uh, transness, and it's like also, yeah. you know, again, uh, one of the one of the first things that this, uh, that um, Maddie says in this article is, uh, was Melan's transness left intentionally vague in order to make her story more relatable to cis people, and immediately that wasn't our intention. Um, yep. And thinking about it though. Why couldn't cis person relate to a trans person? Yeah, and no, that
3: was that was super relevant. And yeah,
1: modern trans struggle might be unique in its details, but it is definitely not alien to the human condition. Yep. so
3: agreed. Yeah, but, and I and yeah, one thing that to kind of I was also opening the article and taking a look. Um, How uh, about halfway through? she mm-hmm. talks about how quote trans people shouldn't be forced to publicly identify as trans in a world that is often hostile to them and they shouldn't right. be reduced to mm-hmm. their transness they should be allowed to live their lives how they want and everyone should be feel feel uh, be free to explore their gender identity without feeling pressure to face or sorry to place themselves into simplistic right. categories for the benefit of others and that's
1: right yeah, right and like, and also it's a lot a lot of it is to like it's like they like said like it's it's messy It's not necessarily super straightforward. I think that um, you know, it's it's not just like are you trans or are you not? I mean, that's true for a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that might shift towards different gender presentations over time, or think or identify as non-binary and then realize, no, I'm. a trans man or something like that. Like there's, there's, it's, it's not just, you you don't just necessarily always wake up one day and go, Oh, I'm a trans person. Like, you know, it's, and, and and so like, I think that seems what, from what a lot of this development cycle, uh, I think that's really reflected because like Maddie didn't necessarily know that they were trans until, Mm -hmm. you know, until the development was over, and was like starting, uh, uh, but kind of like gave them a hunch, and they were working on it. And it, I, I think it's just, I, I think that's part of it too, is that it's like, it's not necessarily, oh, they're hiding something. It's maybe they don't know, or maybe they aren't really fully aware of it themselves. Yeah. So yeah.
3: yeah, it's it's a great article. Totally it is really read, really great, uh, and I
1: think that it's really important and. I'm I'm so glad that you know to recontextualize or re reexamine Celeste because I still really really love that game.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, if you have not played Celeste, it is on Xbox Game Pass. Ooh, or you can probably get it for cheap uh, on like Steam or PlayStation or Switch. <laughs> Switch, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you should check out Celeste because it's it's a good. It is platform. a
1: great game, and I think that it's really. Um, we, I think we've talked about this a lot, but it, it's it's like the one kind of mass platformer that I've actually completed because mm-hmm. I think that I think they do a good job with accessibility controls, but also in making it an accessible experience, even if it's difficult. Yeah. So
0: All right, our last, our second to last news story: <laughs> uh, Miles Morales uh, in the new Spider-Man game which people say is good. Yeah. No sign language and uses it in the game, which is neat. Uh, um, That just came up, I guess, because Allison is taking sign language class.
1: Yeah. Uh, Andre sent it to me yesterday. um, And I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was really, really neat. Uh, I've been taking sign language class for the past several weeks. um, And it's something I'm hopefully going to keep pursuing because I really like it. Uh, But Uh, I think it's I think it's neat to have that kind of representation of -hmm. of sign language and then also speaking to presumably uh, somebody who's deaf or hard of hearing in the game. So
0: not since the quiet man have we had (laughs) representation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and the, (laughs) The signing looked pretty accurate from what I could tell, but I'm also like. Extremely slow with my signing still. So I yeah. it's like That's right. I'm like, wait, hold on, stop. No.
2: <laughs> do
0: do once, it again. Once again,
1: please like, real slow. Can you
3: slow slower and louder slow, somehow. Again,
1: slowly. <laughs> with, yeah. With,
3: your, with a your mouth open and happier. Yeah, but, I can
1: do like please sign again slowly. And this is like, great
0: for the
3: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alison was signing during this. Uh, I
1: was, yeah, but no. I think that's great, and I always, I think, more representation, especially if people, um, you know, with like different, like, like people who are disabled or people who are um, blind or people who are deaf. I think that's really something that I think is missing in a lot of games, and I, I hope that we get a little bit more.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm almost intrigued to play the Miles Morales game because it seems like there's been a lot of. Just interesting news, like little tidbits, tidbits that have come out of it. Like there is this stuff, like the, the 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 signing ASL kind of stuff, which is like, oh, they're thinking about ableism in a real world context, which is kind of people don't do that, and it, they should. And mm-hmm. then like there is a very explicit and really well done Black Lives Matter mural that's point painted on a wall mm-hmm. that you can find, and like yep. it, for a big company like Insomniac and also Sony backing this, like to have that stuff in there is really nice. Like the fact that they're paying attention to it, so. I'm I'm intrigued to try it, even though if I don't really care about the Spider-Man stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, our last important news story—we've uh-huh. been sitting on this for for minutes.
3: That's what the butt uh, was like, about.
0: No, not about sitting on it, but like I just like, got to get through the rest of this so I can yeah. say, finally, definitively, Donald Trump, eat my.
2: Yes. <laughs> you oh <God>. jobless
0: Motherfucker <laughs> Joe Biden has won The, the election uh, As projected by the Associated Press And multiple outlets Reporting with Pennsylvania Winning that puts him at 273 electoral votes Which is what he needs to win And become oh the God. next president
1: Oh Thank God, he,
0: Joe Biden, you can get in line and eat my ass next, but <laughs> but first, this is yeah, a...
1: I yeah, I, I I think one of the things I was mentioning a while ago on Twitter was like this is absolutely a first step, and work isn't done, but I think that we can also take a moment to celebrate that yes. we're kicking hmm. Trump to the curb, and uh, thankfully, um, to quote uh, a tweet from. Uh, Shane from BuzzFeed, who I who I follow on Twitter. Okay. One reason this kicks ass is that Donald Trump fucking sucks, and I think <laughs> I think we can all stand oh, by. That. I,
0: I I just watching him suffer. Like I'm glad he didn't die from COVID, just so we could suffer uh, through
3: this. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Chris Edgerton sends a message from the chat saying, "Betsy DeVos gone to fuck her.
2: Yes. Oh, fuck her. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> love her so much." <laughs> That whole cabinet,
0: that whole that whole that whole administration, just into the sun.
3: Yeah. So that is finally some a breath of relief that a lot of people yeah. can breathe. Uh,
1: everybody, uh, thanks Stacey Abrams, who did a lot of yes wonderful work. I want to just yeah. like across the country,
0: not just in Georgia, but in uh, other yeah across as well. the country,
1: Georgia specifically, but also. Um, for a lot of get-out-the-vote efforts, especially she, in places she like helped Wisconsin. A lot of,
0: yeah, She helped yeah. a lot of states uh, do their voter registration and get that going well.
1: Yeah, so I, I yeah. think that, you know, recognize the efforts of a lot of people like that too who put a ton of work into getting this result and, yeah. um, and making yeah. some good work. And I just want to, like, can I just, like, Venmo Stacy Abrams some cash for like funny yeah. money, money to just do like, whatever
0: she wants. Treat yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um uh, it's great news. Dogs can be in the White House again. Um, because Joe Biden has dogs. Uh I guess now we keep an eye on Senate, but no matter no matter the case, this is big news.
1: Right. The, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Work's the, not done, is. but it's mm-hmm. today is a good day to celebrate. Uh
0: at, as a orc In Warcraft 3 Might say Job's done But no it isn't (laughs) Because I'm going to put you Right back to work (laughs) God (laughs) You you not done
3: Thanks for keeping it relevant To our podcast topic (laughs) Yep Yep. Job's done
0: Uh, And with that uh, We can finish this episode Of the Gaming Fix podcast On episode 146 November 7th, 2020, I've been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Popsicle. You can find the podcast on your podcast platform of choice, but you probably know that. You're listening to us already. Maybe you're streaming. Maybe you're on YouTube. I don't know what you're doing. Live uh, your life. Podcast platform of choice. Find us. Subscribe. Leave us a review on your – if. Your platform of choice offers such a thing. If not, head over to podchaser.com slash gaming fix. Leave us a review there. We'd really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash fixpodcasts or uh, on Facebook. No, not, don't go to Facebook. Don't don't go to Twitch. That's the one I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, Twitch.com slash fixpodcasts uh probably something else i'm forgetting i don't even know uh you can find me andre on twitter at cool c-o-o-l-s-l-4-w allison where can people find you
1: find me on twitter at w-r-i-t-e-r-s-e-r-e-n-y-t-y
3: and alex what do you guys think of drumsticks like the 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 ice cream drumsticks
1: those are very good those might be one of my favorites sure yeah,
3: yeah. I, like, I, it's I'm not down. a popsicle. It's not a popsicle. But like, I like them. I, Honestly, like,
0: I like I like an, a drumstick more than a popsicle.
3: Yeah, me too. Like, they're, they're pretty good ice cream. You got the crunchy waffle cone, and at the bottom, you got the little little tuba. Little
1: chocolate.
3: chocolate. Yeah, will treat at the end.
1: Also, to and quote to quote Seth Rogen on Twitter, they just did this shit on Saturday so we could get fucked up. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the only my only regret is they did it before <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Oh, uh, so that's they true. should have they should have done it tomorrow, just so like Saturday Night Live can't. Ruined. But whatever. I mean, w- they're gonna have to come up with something real quick. <laughs> uh, they're
1: gonna be but, like, "Oh shit, what are we
0: doing?" Uh, Donald okay. Trump singing Hallelujah. Uh,
3: sorry, I have one more quote from Twitter okay. from one Ashley O. Um, yeah. Quote: Brooklyn is on fire right now, and I am having a celebratory glass of wine before noon in honor of the Great Orange Purge of 2020. <laughs> Woo! That's Oompa
0: great. loompa doombody, <laughs> fuck you.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, stay wet, gamers. <laughs> I know I will be as Donald Trump eats my ass.
3: All right. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>